0: And oh my goodness, we're going to be on time. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We did it. Holy holy, we did it. Good evening, all five of you. How can we have? We had four viewers and six likes. How is that possible? Oh, six viewers. Oh shit, it's happening. Kate Gordon, James Hobart. You guys can't see Matt Souza, but you'll see his work and you will hear his voice. We have a call-in number at the top, 928-583-3903. I am so excited. Not about this show, but about my two shows tomorrow. (laughs) It is 7.01 p.m. Sorry, guys, we switched the time on this show so many times. It's 7.01 p.m. on the west coast of the North American continent. Kate is in the world's largest prison. What time is it there?
1: It is uh
0: one o one p.m. 1.01. Oh, you went inside.
1: Yeah, I decided to move away. It's it's still noisy. I'm gonna go and shut the door in a second.
0: Do you have enough battery power? Are you plugged in? You know James is verbose as shit. The show's gonna go on forever.
1: <laughs> I'm plugged in now, like quite literally. <laughs>
0: I, I I don't know if Manny's a regular listener, but I just love Corey, Hector, and Jessica. They're just like I don't even think they're real people. They're just bots that are just somehow YouTube just gives them to us every show. No one could be as consistent as them. Nobody. Although I think Jessica's called in before. She might be real. Oh, as Corey wanted to help with the show. Did we um by the way I spoke to Caleb today, uh Matt and and and, and told him like, dude, you don't want to be a part of this show. It's like just work. And I am not nice, but he's insisting. So he started making us Instagram clips. You guys, for those of you who want to like, 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 hitch yourself to this band, to this wagon, basically what Matt Souza is doing right now is he's in the back end and he listens to stuff. So if James Hobart says his favorite planet is holy shit, and there he is. Like a, I was like a genie lamp, Brian Friend, bam. I was just rubbing my scrotum and he appeared like a genie, like a genie lamp. James, every year,
2: <clears throat> every year for Halloween, I, I always grow my hair and my beard out. And that way I have a lot of options and I can always rein it back into whatever I need. <laughs>
1: Hi, Brian. Brian, do you know
2: Kate Gordon?
0: I know who she is. Hi. Oh my God, This I'm sweating, I'm blushing, I'm blushing. This is too good to be true. Oh, I'm at peace, I'm at one. Uh, you guys, the call-in number, 928-583-3903. This is the new show. Before we start, does anyone want to say anything? Yes, Hector. Wow, Brian, we've missed you. Oh, this is what I was going to say. This thing... So did you see how Matt Souza just put up that Teen Wolf graphic? I need someone who is just a maniac who can be on every one of my shows with me to do that. You basically just have to like – whenever I want to do a show, you have to stop your life and you have to jump on and do it. And, and that's like – and I just need you for like 360 more shows till I quit. Or if we become rich, I'll like pay you some money, like, like $5 or something. So that's how that works. And we lost Kate.
2: Maybe twenty minutes. That's a great question, Hobart.
0: Hey, do you want, Brian? Do you want to talk about your day before we start? I would like. I, 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 I would I, like you, a, you to. Well, ask me a question. Then. So I was just on your Instagram, Instagram, and it looks like you're trying. They're trying to cancel you. Cancel you? <clears throat> Are you getting canceled? I fucking hope who's, you get canceled. I hope you get canceled like you got kicked out of the fucking games and you had to spend all your games week with fucking me. And I hope you get fucking canceled so you have to do every one of my fucking podcast. And I can treat you like shit. What happened, Brian? Why are you getting canceled? I think that I think that is what you wish for based on the comments <laughs> you made. <laughs> I just I just I just want what I want want to get what i want we lost kate do you guys see um kate the beautiful kate
1: have i can you i can hear you guys
0: so we can't see as soon as i as soon as i said i was rubbing my scrotum and brian appeared she turned off her camera um what happened that uh, that, how can that article basically what it sounds like and i and I haven't seen any of the comments, but you basically came on and in, on your Instagram and okay. said, hey, I never thought I'd be doing this. But like I want to respond to the accusations that my article regarding Matt Fraser and Tia Toomey is sexist. And basically Brian made an article that that was basically candy for, for CrossFit Games um, fans where he discussed the – um. there he is. By the way, you look buff. Are you doing Hobart's strength program? You seriously look – your arms look kind of big. I finished it. I have uh, testing this week. Oh, nice. Um, and good job, Hobart. One of your students is looking buff. Um, and uh, he has. Oh, awesome. Hobart's audio is fucked up. I love it. Um, The curse of Brian friend. And so. So basically, I don't know how that article could be sexist, but you came on there and I listened to your whole article and like, it didn't even sound like you were defending yourself for being sexist. Like, I don't even know what's going on, but, but I just love the drama. Like, I'm just like, I bet you this will get this video 500 to a thousand more views at an hour long each. That's like 50 bucks and that's real money to me because that's, um, half hour of skateboarding lesson for my kid. So what happened? Make it rain money, Brian. How are you one of the, most stoic guys ever, um, being told that you're sexist. And, and by the way, Kate and James, did you guys read that article?
1: No, I'm I'm on his Instagram right now, trying to see what's what's going on. Fill me in.
0: It's on. The, it, it was in the um, China uh, uh, China Morning Post. It was a beautiful article. It's huge. Not this one. Not this one. This one was in Morning chocolate. Oh, it was. Is it a condensed <clears throat> version of the Ch- a, China Morning Post one? No, it was a follow up to it. Okay. Okay. My bad. Of course, the Chinese would never accuse Ryan of being sexist <laughs> okay so what what's the what's the accusation here?
1: Is this the analysis which number is really great at thirty three or phrases twenty nine
2: yeah, and I don't um that I don't love the title of it, but that a lot of people I think have taken issue with the title without necessarily reading it or they'd make a comment and maybe have gone on to read it since then. But, um, there were a lot of people who thought that it was very, uh, uh in, in bad taste to write that article.
0: And why, what, what's in it that was in bad taste?
2: They, they just say that like basically accusing me of not being able to accept <laughs> why they're basically accusing me of not being able to accept the fact that Tia is better than Matt. Oh, that's the accusation.
0: But in in the China Morning Post one, you don't really make a declaration of who's better, as I recall. Right, and I make a point of of
2: clarifying that. In, even in having this conversation, what we're really doing is just celebrating both of them.
0: But those things are overlooked, and people focus on what they want to focus on. Did you say in the article somewhere? I haven't seen the Morning Chalk Up one. Um, did you say um, in there that uh, that Matt was better? Did you like my um, uh, Did you like my comparison
2: between Neil Maddox and Graham Holmes? Oh, that
0: was awesome! Racist as fuck. You made Graham better than Neil. So racist, <laughs> crazy, crazy, racist, racist. The whole that time in the, same, the article, I just is thought same, it was is racist and homophobic. <laughs> but definitely not sexist. So, is it just I'll coincidence please. that no, I- you had one dude and one chick? Sorry, Kate. Go ahead.
1: Well, I'm just looking at your Instagram. It's like three posts early. You've got another article saying send more women to the CrossFit Games from Europe, and people are calling you sexist. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I haven't read the article, but it's that's kind of funny.
0: He's a he's a pervert. He wants more women from the uh, European.
1: Yeah, but don't we all?
0: Yeah, right. That's true. We're all we're a planet full of perverts, <laughs> dude. I I I interviewed Amanda Levy this morning. Do you guys know who that is?
1: No.
0: Do you know who she is, Brian? I checked her Instagram out. Yes. Yeah. Do you know who she is,
2: Hobart?
3: You guys
0: suck. He's not here anymore. You guys suck. Is she oh yeah, fighter? shit. Thank you. Isn't that sad? Hobart vanished, and I don't even know. Hobart, you're the star of the fucking show. Uh yeah. So basically, she's a 24 year old jiu-jitsu master, right? And you know she's she's not she's not considered the best in the world, and but but she's considered like a. a in the in the in the talk of, of the of the future best right she's 24 she's fucking amazing but she went to this tournament and it's called um, WNO that flow grappling puts on i'm really getting into this whole flow grappling thing and uh, it's called WNO who's number 1 and basically they invited nine jiu jitsu people there and uh, or eight eight female jujitsu people there, a bunch of different weight classes and men and women. And they don't get accused of being sexist like Brian because <laughs> they, they include everybody and they put her, she's 155 pounds and five. No, she, I think she weighed in at about 158 at five, six. And she get went against a woman who was two sixty-five and six, two. And so Holy since God. she was the worst person in the bracket, she had to go against the best woman in the world. So she went in at number eight and uh, the chick she went in, it was number one and she beat her. And it's like this massive upset, massive, mm-hmm. massive, massive upset. But it's also pretty amazing to watch her go against a woman who's 100 pounds bigger than her. Super crazy talented.
1: So did she Super just crazy. opt in for that? I
0: wonder if they're will I wonder if she, – She just what, Kate? <clears throat> did
1: she just opt in to fight someone way bigger than her? her
0: no, no, she wanted to be in – this competition was the eight women – eight best women in the world who are 145 pounds or more. And her coach said, Hey, I'm gonna, I know some people over there. I'm gonna get you invited. Wow. And she got invited, but she was ranked number eight of the eight best women <laughs> in the world over 145. And she won her first match. And the lady who I think, if I, if I was listening closely, yeah, can you guys oh, see this? Shit. Yes.
1: Oh, that I, lady yeah, is, that, she
0: is a giant. That's awesome. Yeah. So the, I interviewed the lady on the right. Yeah and the other the, and her name is Amanda Lee, Levy and the girl the other girl the bigger girl who just got her like boobs grabbed the big one her name is Gabby Garcia she hadn't lost she's she's lost like four or five matches in the last hundred matches she's unbeatable she's got a great she's got a funky Instagram account I wouldn't say it's great it's funky it's a trip it's like it's like weird it's like part Brooke Entz part like MMA fighter it's a trip it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's she's a 6'2", 265 pounds yes
3: yes
1: six two damn
3: did did we resolve the whether or not Brian's sexist thing because my internet was being horrific
0: oh no no let's go back to that okay so Brian okay. so 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 <laughs> is there any other claims did you talk about Tia's ass or um ask her like which outfit looked better on her or the things like that I would be accused of of uh being sexist <clears throat> nope no, did you ask her, Did you talk about her effect. menstrual cycle affecting her performance? Nope. Huh, that's weird. Do you, really do, weird. you not, do you do you think that do you think
3: that she's a lesser competitor just because she's female?
2: Nope.
0: No. There I think go. she's a lesser competitor because she hasn't so, been on my show. So, so let's, I'm, let's, I'm serious too. I'm not joking. <laughs> yeah, we know.
3: Then let's move on. Let's move on from the the internet trolls.
0: Brian, I have a question for Brian. Brian, why did you even respond to it? I don't even – it's so unlike you. You're so above that shit. You remember that game joust in the 80s and you fly like the ostriches and you poke the dudes? No, none of us were born then. The reason I – Well, (laughs) it's
2: a fucking – The reason I responded is because I really wish I had included the Graham Holmberg Neil
0: Maddox piece in the actual article. Oh, you're so so lucky you didn't. You're so lucky you didn't. You would have been, that would have been fully... It's a great example, though. Fully, you'd, but you'd have been accused of being racist. Um, in that game. No, no, Georgia, no, no
2: one would have accused me of being racist because no one would have read it because
0: it wouldn't have been in the headline.
1: Is it oh. you that chooses the headline? Like, who, who writes the headline?
0: Oh, Kate, no. this is uh, good. Um, Pursue this. Not on that one. Pursue this one, Kate. <laughs> this is good. This is really going to get them pissed off. Pursue that. <clears throat> I didn't write the headline, but I
2: did give them the permission to print whatever headline they want. If
1: you could write your own headline, what would it be?
2: Uh, I'd originally had something like not all event wins are created equal. An analysis of Fraser
0: and Toomey's event wins in their careers or something Mm -hmm. like that. Hector and Paul, it's not that Brian's mic is low. It's that he's been neutered. They canceled the people are at his doorstep. That's why you can't hear him because his fucking like his testosterone is plummeting. In that game joust from the 80s, you fly these ostriches and you poke the other guys off. Seven. Yes. I want to hear James's first story. Okay. I want to tell you about jou- this Joust thing real quick, and then we'll do straight <laughs> to that. Uh, if, if you fly your ostrich too low, there's lava at the bottom of the screen, and these hands will come up and grab your ostrich and pull it under. And that's what happened to Brian. He usually soars high, and he came down low to the lava, and the woke crowd grabbed his fucking shit and pulled on him. In the, in the, in the, okay, go ahead. Sorry, James. Well, I want to skip to a different story now.
3: Okay. I wanna go I wanna I wanna talk about um, the Vicky Caruso Instagram post.
4: Hmm. Mm. Mm.
3: I think you commented on it. I just gonna, yeah, I did, I, yeah. I'm gonna Matt, it's like down toward the bottom. Um I think it's the second to last story, but I wanna I wanna jump to this. And uh, I kinda wanna read it long form. But um, this is from Vicky Caruso's Instagram. She says, a couple days ago, CrossFit came. She posted a video of me squatting, uh, hitting a 280 pound clean, which is awesome, by the way. Um, naturally, the steroid comments came out. That's an ironic sentence. Uh, those comments know, don't even bother me
4: anymore.
3: <laughs> those comments don't even bother me anymore. I've been hearing that stuff since I was 10 years old, and my legs were more defined than most professional bodybuilders. And then all throughout running track in college, when I was randomly chosen for drug tests, It doesn't bother me because I had nothing to hide and I still don't. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm a huge advocate for more drug testing. What bothers me is the fact that when people see someone do something they can't do, especially in the world of fitness, they automatically assume they're taking something. Um, Let's start celebrating people's successes. We need to be positive and supportive of each other and stop comparing people. You have no idea what someone is doing outside of what you see on Instagram Everything they did working up to that moment, how many hours or days they're in the gym, maybe they switched up programming or coaching, or they're working with a specialist she also should have wrote, or maybe they're just better than your shitty little internet troll ass. Um, It doesn't even matter. Just celebrate the fact that this person did something amazing instead of your very first comment and thought being something negative.
0: I just wanted to hear comments. Mm. I just... I, she is so, her body is so fucking nice. It's fucking nuts. It's 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 like it's like in a it's like you know that's like a like it's like a car in a showroom. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> that picture is crazy. That yeah. And her hands, the way they're on her thighs like that. Whoever told her to pose like that, yeah. And then that that top with like the line above the top of her boobs or her chest, however you what. It's fucking nuts. Her body's nuts. And she there's another picture 280? of her ass that she posted. I had to Google that. Something...
1: That's so fucking heavy. It's 127 kilos. It's fucking nuts.
0: Yeah, it's it's bogus. That's what do a, the if, games if, girls
3: do? What do the if, games girls do? Uh, what was the heaviest clean weight in that, that clean event, Brian? Oh, the heaviest one? Two, 35? 235?
2: 235? Mm-hmm. 240?
1: No, I think it was more than that. Right,
2: something over. Maybe 245? Maybe I don't think it was
0: above 250. Hey, um, so can you go back to her Instagram account? I want to show you something that caught my mind. So it caught me. So there's a picture of her. Find a picture of her ass where you can see her ass separated from like her hamstring in definition. And it kind of reminds me of what Brooke Entz said. When Brooke Entz was on the show uh, on the CrossFit podcast, uh, scroll down a little bit more.
2: 230 pounds,
0: Stefan, 230 pounds. That's the max. That's like really good for a games athlete, female games athlete. That was the heaviest bar in their ladder this past. So Torian Pro, okay.
1: the sanctionals, we went up to two forty five, and some of the some of the individuals and team girls lifted that.
0: Find 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 uh, how how much at the Torium Pro two fifty five two
1: forty five
0: two forty five. Um, just find a picture like where she's showing her ass and her <laughs> hamstring and her quad. There's some one, <laughs> ones where she's turned around, and she's facing the camera. Oh, maybe it's in those shorts, in those like um, colored like a shorts. Video? No. Okay, no, no, there it is. If you can blow that up, so she, so Brooke ends is like, hey, people think I do steroids. Look at my mom, and you look at her. Okay, so look at the Holy look at look at her butt shit. muscle right there, and look at her look at her glutes, her hamstring, and her quad.
1: That's so impressive. Now,
0: that's why she's accused of being on steroids. She's not fucking anorexic and she has crazy muscle development. I think, I mean, I'm no, you know me. I'm so don't believe in that the steroids are a problem in the sport, but I think that's all genetics. Just like when Brooke N showed us her mom and her mom flexed in the kitchen, her mom has fucking cannons and, and shoulders and the whole shit. And her mom's like an older lady. So, and she doesn't do CrossFit. I don't think like, like Brooke does. And so this girl here, Vicky, she says that she's been accused since she's been a little kid, ten years old, because her legs were more defined than most bodybuilders. And it's like, yeah, maybe. Who the fuck am I to think that everyone's going to be a blob like me, have a fucking forty-two inch waist with a fucking twenty-eight inch inseam? Not everyone's built like that. <laughs> Shut up, Hobart. Just because you have a great body. Cancelled. Okay, so I, what do you what do you guys think? I I, I I mean, it sucks that she even has to answer to that, but I'm glad that Dave posted it so I got to stare at a hot chicken and awesome, an awesome body.
1: I kind of love the top. picture, yeah. I don't think she could have put it with a better picture.
0: Yep. Hobart, clean or dirty?
3: She juiced? No, I don't think she is. I just think people have such a hard time accepting that there are some people that they will never be as excellent as, no matter what they do. I just think that's really hard for people. But I also... Like Kyle Bauer? Oh, brutal. (laughs) 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 Brian, I'm here giving you sympathy. And you know what? I'm going to get on your Instagram and I'm going to wreck you. Um No, but I, I also Brian, think it's- Do
0: you do? You, what do you guys think? Though, let's talk about the bigger subject. Do you think it's cool that, like, should we just like stop accusing people until they're until they're caught? Like, is it just like should we just stop doing that? Like, why even accuse anyone until they're caught? Right or no? Anyone? Well, I certainly don't don't do that.
2: You don't accuse anyone. I know. No. So, I, but I, if some people want to do that, what am I going to do about it?
3: I I
0: also think that I never brought up there's the go ahead, go ahead, James.
3: No, I just I just also think the whiners are good because it allows the Vicky Caruso's of the world to just be excellent and great. You know, it's like um, if there's this huge cohort of people out there who think that anything you do is explained by you cheating or doing something underhanded, it's like good. I hope those people are out there because that's a whole subset of people. I never have to worry about competing against me. It's like, I know just by virtue of like trying harder, standing up, taking the hit, um, putting in a little bit extra, you'll outperform them without really doing much else because they're so caught up in this idea of that you can't do anything good without receiving something from somebody else. It's just like they're just doomed for failure. In some ways, I'm like, I'm glad they're there because it'll make everything easier for people who like to work hard.
0: Um, the call in numbers at the top. I agree. I agree, Hobart. But I think I think it would be even fun to get some people juiced up in there, like openly juiced up and then just beat them. Here we go. <laughs> Mars Logan. I can't Iowa. believe you said that, Brian. <laughs> Marsden, how are you? You with Heber tonight?
5: Yeah, yeah man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> perfect. That was a perfect imitation. <laughs> How are you, brother? How's Iowa? How's Iowa?
6: Great. I'm just eating pancakes and, you know, talking about buttery stuff. Good. Um, I want you weigh in on the uh, steroid thing. Okay. I really feel like it's just, it's a lot like, you know, if somebody's got a nice car or they're well off in life, it's daddy's money. There's always just, always just excuses that somebody's kicking kick ass. That, uh, somebody's always got a reason they're not. Because everybody else is cheating one way or another.
0: I think it's that's a perfect example. I think that is a perfect example. And you know what? Who cares if they the the, dad, they, the if your parents did give you money? I kind of kind of like too. Like who cares?
6: Well, as long as you don't lose it.
0: Well, that's true.
6: I mean, if your parents give you money and then you know you're well off, it's like well, hey, at least you didn't lose it all. I mean, it'd be nice if you could turn it into like ten x or twenty x.
0: That's cool too, but. Um, People are complaining about Hobart's audio. God damn it.
6: I didn't even know Hobart was on because I opened up the app and all I saw was uh, I saw Brian friend. I thought he was fired but I'm very happy to see him. Hello, Brian.
0: Hey, anytime you don't see Brian on the show I want to make it very clear. It's Brian's fault. 100%. (laughs) I burned Brian out and I'm about to burn Kate and and James out. You watch. Fuckers can't hang (laughs)
6: Um, I also wanted to bring up uh, the passing of Norm McDonald, even though it's been a while. I just don't know if you guys had any thoughts because I, I just lost Norm.
0: Go ahead. Say something. I don't really know Norm, but I know he died. You don't know Norm? No. Is he woke?
6: No, he's not woke. He's good. the opposite of woke. Okay. He's asleep. Is that what you call it?
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh. Wow. We don't normally get callers who are funny.
6: <laughs> but no, I mean, I just I always watch Norm interviews. I listen to Norm stand up. I'm not going to recite it. Reciting stand up from somebody else is atrocious. But I don't know. I thought you'd have some, something to say on this, Savannah, being that you have some in
0: the bio. But, uh... I'm embarrassed to say that like I, I was never a Nor- huge Norm McDonald fan. I just know his work from here and there. I do know tomorrow I have Bill Dawes on the show at 7 a.m. You do not want to miss that. He is funny as shit. You should watch his um, 2020 performance in Las Vegas at the Laugh Comedy Club. I will Mars, um, watch Norm McDonald tonight before I go to bed because I'm sure Bill's going to bring it up too, and I don't want to be an idiot two shows in a row. So thank you for calling me out on that. Um, what do you think? Uh, what do you think about? Good. What do you think about Ricky Gerrard, Mars? Do you think um, it, it's all just water under the bridge? Did you watch his interview with Chase? By the way, I didn't I wanna... watch
6: his interview with Chase because I, I was waiting for you to do an interview with him.
0: You should watch it. It's really uncomfortable the first fifteen or twenty minutes, and and then I and then I kind of gave my um, feelings about the interview, and then I circled back later on in the day, and I scrubbed forward thirty minutes and watched another fifteen minutes. And Chase really did do a good job. It, it's it's not easy. I mean, it's not how I would have done it, but but I don't know if I if I'll do it as good. I'd love to have him on. He's not easy to interview, and, Ch- and Chase kept the ball rolling. So I, I it's a, uh, it's you should listen but to at, it. You should listen to it. But at
6: what at what point is it worth doing? You know, some kind of performance enhancing drug so that you get the, you you expand that foundation. And then, because not everything goes away. I'm not saying he was taking testosterone. I think it was, he was taking something for his experience.
0: It was, no, it's so, it was something called one, for, whatever it was, when they, in the first five minutes in the show, they say it. And then I actually, while I was listening to the show, went online and f- looked to buy it. And I put both bottles of the shit in a shopping cart and I was going to order it. And then I saw to the <laughs> right, it said it enlarges your prostate. This is true story. And I was like, oh shit, I'm 49. I can't fuck with my prostate. I just want to get buff. And so I just closed the window and didn't order the shit. But it's just shit you can order online. It's like that's another thing that's pretty funny. I bet you that even though it's like this damning interview of Ricky, don't do steroids, it's bad. I bet you that interview probably sold fucking a thousand bottles of that shit. (laughs) Because who the fuck doesn't want to look like Ricky Garrard?
6: I'm still waiting for the Savant Testosterone uh, bottles to come out so I can start uh, poking myself in the butt with Savant Testosterone.
0: <laughs> I wish. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Rad, so Paul K said it. it's Rad 140. Get your Rad 140 now. But, dude, read the side effects. It's not It's not worth it. It's, I mean, especially someone like me who's got an amazing life. I can't shorten this fucker.
6: Savant, are you going to do, you're not going to do 2RT?
0: What, uh, what's that?
6: on replacement therapy when
0: you get older. No, like I'm I'm already older. Like no, no, no. Oh, no. oh, no, 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 no. no, no. Rogan, well, you, well, you I, Rogan did. is so red. Doesn't it make you nervous when you watch the show a little bit? Like something could happen to him. He's so red. Yeah,
6: that that guy, that guy is like straight on the pumpkin patch, man.
0: Him and him and Dana White, I love both of them, and I really don't want anything to happen to them. But they're so red, and fucking same with Daniel Cormier. He's not red, but fuck, he's as big as three houses. I get worried about those guys. I mean, fucking, I can't believe COVID hasn't wiped Daniel out. Yeah,
6: well, I got nothing else. I just wanted to bring up Norm, and I was hoping it would trigger uh, a a Devon uh, Norm talk. But uh, I'm I might send you one of Norm's theories. At- podcast where he gets very philosophical you might enjoy
0: it okay go back to looking at pictures of vicky caruso bye mars all right bye-bye bam hobart hobart maybe you should just turn off your video so your audio is good i did turn off my video oh shit okay let's go (laughs) okay did you listen to the ricky brian did you listen to the ricky interview Hobart, can I ask I'm gonna push Brian on this a little bit. Will that throw you off or
3: No no hit it, man. I like this. I, I like this open form. I got plenty of stuff. We can hit it, not hit it. But Brian's here, so
0: let's take advantage of him. That's what uh that's what uh Greg said to Kate last night. <laughs> I was a little slow on the trigger. I was a little is that his name? Yeah, Greg? I feel
1: like that could be confusing as well. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was, it was just. He, he's, I just think he's a good dude. We could hit it, we could not hit it. I just like this whole open form thing. Whatever you want, go wild, go, you wild. Want. go wild, go uh, wild. Brian, so uh, what? What did you? Did you? You didn't? Why wouldn't you? Oh, Nelly, I kind of have to take this. It's from Canada. They probably haven't talked to another human being in a month.
5: <laughs> oh, come on.
0: Uh, let's go, Canada. Thanks,
6: Brian.
0: Yes. This is Peter from Canada. Hi, Peter from Canada.
6: Can you hear, can you hear me
0: better than we can hear Hobart, <laughs> and he's not even in jail.
6: <laughs> I could hear Hobart when he after he turned his video up. I could hear him. Okay, cool. Fuck yeah. I just wanted to. You know, I, I messaged you on Instagram. I just wanted to talk. I just did my L one on the weekend, and I'm still pumped from uh, doing it.
0: How the hell from did you do your L one in Canada? They're doing L ones in Canada.
6: Yeah, yeah. I was supposed to take it in June, but it got canceled because uh, everything got shut down. But it just started back up, so I was able to do it last weekend.
0: Brian's about to get canceled. Oh, shit. Brian just jumped off the show. (laughs) He's gone. Uh, You did it in person? You didn't do the uh, online one?
6: No, I did it in person. I didn't want to do the online one.
0: Oh, good on you. Uh, Good on you. Yeah, Yeah, that's the way to do it. Don't do the online one. That's just... I I, I can't imagine that being any good. Maybe it is. I can't imagine.
6: Yeah, maybe maybe it's good, but it was way better being in person and and being with the people and just uh, doing it all was awesome, man.
0: Let's play a game with Kate and James. Let's see how smart they are because there's only like 170 of these L1 trainers in the world. And so they should be able to... um, Tell you who your trainers were. It's okay if they get something. We'll give them. We'll give them between the two of them. They can get three wrong. They can get three wrong. How many trainers were there? There was four people. Okay, we'll give them four wrong. Four. So they get two guesses basically for each one. So because cause it's a it's a narrow crew in Canada. Okay, go ahead, Kate. You go first.
1: No, how about we'll have a way better chance than me.
0: You guys got to take turns. Go first, Kate. Who's who did he have if he was in Canada? Um. Should,
1: I can't think of who I, who I know is in Canada. It's it's confusing. The Americans and Canadians sound the same. It's it's hard.
4: <laughs> racist,
3: <laughs> racist.
4: <laughs>
3: Hobart, help a girl out. Uh, Jason McDonald. No, it
6: wasn't Jason. One wrong. He's from uh, he, he was from Montreal. If that helps.
0: Uh, Matt Dubrec. Yeah,
6: that's right.
0: And and, we're, and the other three were all Canadians. Did you like Americans can't go to your country, right?
6: Americans can come here, but we're not allowed to cross the border into America. We can't drive across. We can fly across. So you can ship your car to Buffalo and then pick it up. Did you fly across? <laughs> but we
0: can't drive across. <laughs> uh, um, and and we're, we're, did you? Who's okay? Just tell us. This game's stupid. Tell us who your trainers were.
6: Um. Val Bouyer, the so was French. Uh,
1: as well. I know Val. Yes. Um,
6: bad. <laughs> okay. Hello. No, Hello. No, sorry. Uh, Rez, he owns the CrossFit NCR in uh, in Ottawa with Paul Tremblay and Jocelyn, she's from Toronto.
0: How come I don't recognize any of those names? Do I know any of those people, Hobart? How about Val? That sounds familiar. She's near. I.
3: Yeah, um, I don't know if you know yeah, she's, any she's, of these she's, people. She's new.
0: Why was she nude? New. She oh. was new. Oh. oh. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> so, so, you, so you don't have any complaints. You're stoked. Yeah, I know. I'm
6: stoked. This is part of, like, a bigger plan for me. I quit my job back in February. And uh, nice. I've gone back to university for addi- addiction counseling. And I want to, like, do CrossFit and addiction, like, try and work with people who are, like, alcoholics and addicts and try and bring CrossFit to them.
0: You should do, um, sugar addicts since those fuckers are bringing down the entire planet. (laughs) I say that in all honesty.
6: Yeah, no, I, have just, like, for me, CrossFit saved my life. when I was was an alcoholic, and I started to do CrossFit, and then I realized doing CrossFit that I was an alcoholic, and I had to clean my life up, so so if I hadn't found CrossFit, I don't think I'd be alive today. So, i want to try and give something back right
0: yeah give me some details on that what do you mean you were you didn't realize you were an alcoholic until you started doing crossfit
6: well i knew i was a heavy drinker but then once i started doing crossfit and trying to keep up with it and then just uh having to look at my life and my lifestyle i would and then i tried to quit drinking and i couldn't and it was like okay so it sent me on a different journey than i probably would if i hadn't found crossfit
0: what kind of um what kind of drunk were you? Were you violent, funny, loving? Pass out? No, I
6: was just like not just constant, constant constantly drinking.
1: How many drinks did you have in a week?
6: Like I might in a yeah. week? <laughs>
1: <laughs> in a day, in a day.
6: In a day so like it was all very civilized, like, and I would have some beers with dinner and then the, a, a bottle of wine afterwards and then, like, scotch or vodka after while I was reading, it all seemed like very, but it, when I finally got into recovery and started, like, actually realizing how much I drank, it was probably, like, on a Monday night, probably, like, 20 drinks.
0: Fuck. So 20 yeah, times 7 is 140. I'm just giving Kate the, the, the information she wants. She thinks in weeks. <laughs> And fortnights
6: yeah I was spending about two thousand dollars a month on alcohol Shit. yeah so,
4: how, how much
3: yeah. have you heard uh, how much have you heard about the the Phoenix program um, that started in uh, Colorado but now is location
6: just, yeah I just I, I had seen that during I think it was they were talking about it during the games so I saw about that and then I was talking to Res on the weekend and uh, so i'm going to try and get in contact with them down there like i'm in the beginning of my journey now like i'd, I'd hope to be have my l1 done earlier but with COVID and all that
3: yeah hey so man now
6: it's um,
3: send me send me a dm my instagram is yeah. just at james hobart um i know a handful of people there in boston who work okay. at the phoenix location there so um i'll uh, i'll try and make a connection too. so shoot me
0: shoot me a note don't you want to know if you got sober first are you sober yet
3: yeah, seven years sober.
0: Okay. Hell yeah! Don't be nice. making the connection with anyone who's going to infiltrate them and be wasted. Wow, that's I, incredible. I don't. I
3: don't think he'd be seven on here admitting sober. that unless unless he uh, was going through that process of sobriety. So, where is the Phoenix program now, James? Were you alluding
0: to the fact that it moved?
3: No, they have locations all over the U.S. now, um, but they have a they have a location um, in Boston. We're actually working a level one there uh, at the end of October.
0: Um, G- Greg got some like lifetime achievement award from them and I went to the dinner. I think I was pretty fucked up at the dinner. I think I like, I got it drunk before. <laughs> <laughs> but they're good people. Oh, so they're good. awesome people and their gym's awesome and their gym's awesome. <laughs> hey, that's great. That's great. Um, so CrossFit not only saved your life, now you've taken the L1 and you want to save other people's lives. You could have done it without the L1, but now that you've done the L1, you're supercharged.
6: Yeah, I mean, I just, like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like when you're laying on your back after doing Fran or something like that, like, you can't be thinking about your problems and about, and a lot of people who, like, get into recovery don't have a life. They just stop drinking. Uh, Crest has been, the community gave me a life, too, right? So I kind of wanted to help. I want to kind of bring that to people as well.
0: I never thought about that before. I What do you mean stop drinking and don't have a life? You mean like they just stop drinking and then just start going to bed early? or
6: Yeah, and just like if they belong into a 12-step program, they just go to meetings all the time and basically hanging on by, you know, just, just not drinking. And it's really hard to be in this world and not be around alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of... It's kind of hard not to. Um, I mean, people have just had trouble building a life where it doesn't involve uh, alcohol
1: I, anymore.
0: How old are you? Huh? How old
6: are you? 55. Okay. 55.
1: So I just put a post up okay, on uh, Instagram this morning, and it was like, um, <clears throat> alcohol is the only ju- drug that you have to justify not taking. And the comments have blown up. Like, everybody is responding, just being like, it's so hard to not drink. And then other people being like, man, I'm so glad that I don't drink anymore. It's like the, the response has been so interesting to read. But um, yeah, alcohol's scary.
0: Hey, Matt, can you put that post up? That's an incredible post. Is that your insight? That's awesome, Kate.
1: Uh, so I've been listening to uh, – there's a guy called Dr. Saul Newman in Australia who has basically become like this whistleblower for the alcohol industry and the government. And he basically said like government money is going into supporting – um, the alcohol industry in Australia, which surprise, surprise. Right. But, um, he was on a interview with uh, a couple of Aussie girls and it was just like, so great. So, so great. And, um, I remember, I remember actually listening to that podcast and being at a level one. So the level ones, we have a social on the Saturday night and we give out beer and we were at a level one that was hosted by an affiliate and the owner was a cop. And he refused to deliver bear to the affiliates or to the level one because he's like, I I don't, we don't have alcohol in this gym. And it was like, it was kind of awesome. Like, I just thought it was such a cool move. He's like the, the shit that I've seen because of alcohol, like we, we don't provide alcohol in this, in this facility.
0: Uh, yep. I, I agree. Hey, that's that the list. Look, look at that. What you wrote there too. alcohol is the only drug you have to justify not taking. That's because and I think, uh, Peter, is that your name? Peter. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what kind of yeah. what you're alluding to. Drinking is so contagious. All our behaviors are so yeah. contagious. You can't just say no, thank you. You have to put up a shield of words. Oh, I have a test tomorrow, and and I'm trying to lose weight. I'm doing this thirty thirty program where I don't drink for thirty days. I mean, it's just yeah. You got to have some sort of excuse as opposed to just like hey, I don't drink.
1: Yeah, don't there's worry. like this. It's like a yeah, stigma like- around not drinking. <laughs>
0: Like it's extreme if you don't drink.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like you're yeah. you're being way too healthy or a weight. Yeah, it's it's insane.
0: What
6: is wrong with you? Yeah, it's just. Yeah, that's an awesome post. I actually, I didn't I see that. I've been on Instagram all day, but that's really good.
4: So oh, there's this really fun. cool thing <laughs> where. That um... <laughs> <laughs>
1: so I'd be interested what to that? know, Savan. This is for you. They yes. what they've got is they've got this way to convert the risk of death due to alcohol to what the like similar equivalent would be without, with cigarettes. So it's like, they say one bottle of wine is 10 cigarettes for women or one bottle of wine is five cigarettes for men. And that helps you get across the idea of like, you know, everybody knows cigarettes will cause fucking like lung cancer or death or whatever. But I would, I'd be super interested to know if they could convert that risk into sugar. Like, okay, how many Ooh. cans of Coke would a bottle of wine be Or in terms of like the risk of death or the risk of chronic disease? Because I'm sure that there would be some kind of correlate or some way to like, you know, have a comparison, I guess, between the three.
0: Oh, Corey, no wonder you're on my jock so hard. You've been sober for six months after you started listening to the Stefan Matt and Josh podcast. Yeah, you're fucking addicted. You're like someone who did ecstasy at the Grateful Dead. And now you think the Grateful Dead's a good band because you were fucking high on Molly there. You fucking had your life turned around <laughs> listening to our show and you think we're cool. Yeah, you got fucked. Uh, but congratulations anyway, Corey. The, the, the conflation there too of people being addicted to alcohol and being addicted to sugar is fascinating because I thought I was addicted to alcohol, but I was addicted to sugar. And that's a one that people really like, like all I have to do if I want to drink alcohol is just eat a little piece of fruit and it goes away and uh and and that's a really really powerful tool to have by the way, for people who do you don't want to drink go have a piece of fruit frozen berries um with a uh, um heavy cream on it it'll freeze on the top like a, a magic shell, and you're good to go. I do think that if you smoked if you there there's t- i think that alcohol as long as you're You have the rest of your life in check. You can turn around pretty easily. I don't think it's like that for sugar addicts and cigarette smokers. By that, I mean I suspect there are are people who get so obese so quickly, and there are so many of them now, that what they do is they bend the frame of their car. They total their rig. They total – They're rigged. Do you know what I mean by that? That means you bent the frame of your car and it can't – a pound? John just donated a pound to the show? Thank you. Um. That means that you damage your car so bad that you can't probably resell it. And that's what's fucking scary about the lie that's going on. There's people around this that it doesn't matter if they start up CrossFit tomorrow. They've done permanent damage to their fucking bodies. It's fucking scary. You see it every, I see, I used to never see people who did permanent damage to their bodies. Now I can't, I can't leave the house without seeing someone who did permanent damage to their body. What's that mean? That means no matter how fit or in shape they get, they're always going to have like stretch marks and like tons of skin hanging off them. And like they fuck their body up. And you can only imagine what it looks like on the inside, the organs and shit. Now, does that mean you shouldn't try? No, you should fucking try. But I, but you, I, I think as long as you quit drinking alcohol, you know, but cigarette smoke, yeah, no, think, I smoke for 10 years. I think I think I fucked myself. But I'm Armenian in short. So like I'm kind of like a weed. Like, <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> you know what that means. Don't I do. don't hate just because I'm genetic. I'm genetically inferior, which makes me genetically superior. It's a, <laughs> ba- there's perfect balance in the universe. I'm ugly and weak, but I live a long time. I like one of those vines that just like – you just keep pulling it out of your yard. And it just keeps shooting up somewhere. Peter, is there anything you'd else like to say? Congratulations. You've now you now own the – you've taken the course, the greatest two-day course that I've ever heard of in the history of mankind that that lets people know how to run the human body. Congratulations, and I hope yeah. you spread it. And and uh, I'm so – I'm really happy for you. I mean it. I'm happy for everyone who's taken the course. Yeah.
6: Thank you very much. And yeah, James, I'll, 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 I'll shoot you a DM. That would be great if I could uh, get any information from you.
3: Yeah, Good please answer. do. And uh, <laughs> I will. And uh, congratulations, man, on your uh,
0: seven years. Right. Hobart's exactly. the kind of guy that goes out with a girl and five dates in, he hasn't kissed her. He starts like, he's in his mind, he's like, this is never going to work out. And he breaks out with her, even though she's hot as shit and nice and perfect. But he... he <laughs>
1: that was so <laughs> random.
0: I know, but this, he's he asking this guy random. to DM him, and James isn't going to respond. He doesn't. He's not going to respond to his DM. Good night, Peter.
6: I will kiss him in his first five dates.
0: All right. Good luck. Make the
3: first move, <laughs> can get you shit <laughs> Am I right, Hobart? Before you got married? No, I, yeah. My my wife actually proposed to me. So.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. You're.
1: No, and she didn't. No, that. she
3: didn't. No, she she didn't. Ah, oh, but damn it,
1: I was so excited.
0: And she keeps his balls in a jar in the kitchen.
3: Now she carries them in her pocket, man. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, we're ready to do some. Honey, just getting you, Here we you go. call your wife from three thousand miles away. <laughs> Honey, did you leave your purse in the sun again? I'm getting really hot. She's like, oh, sorry, sorry. I'm at the beach. I I, I, I shouldn't have brought your balls with me to the beach. Sorry, James. <laughs> Okay, go on, Hobart. Maybe
1: he's oh, into oh, it, what? Maybe yeah. he's into it.
0: Yeah. Um. Kate. Um. Uh, Matt told me that I'm supposed to um, like engage you and James more. I'm not going to engage James more, but I think that's basically what he's saying is you should interrupt and talk more. And he was going to put it on me, but I'll never be able to do that. So you should interrupt and talk more.
1: Okay, I'll just interrupt. That's cool. Okay, I'm going to take that and run with it.
3: Damn. W- weren't you going to do like cool. a what what grinds my gears segment today?
1: Well, funnily enough, it was actually alcohol that grinds my gears. And so that was what prompted Damn. the post. And that's been like the thing that was kind of handy from a friend who just called in because I was like, the alcohol thing pisses me off. And so the whole thing with Australia being in lockdown, or at least Melbourne, like we've been in lockdown 248 days or something today. <laughs> Not counting. It's like ridiculous. It's and, ridiculous. Uh, I actually have a and, news story uh, on that. Oh, hey, dear. that's an
0: amazing post you made. It's a yeah, fucking so, public but service here, okay, that Okay, so I actually it's have beautiful. a
1: question for you. I have a, I have a, think something to put to you guys. So the post mentioned that I'm f- like pissed off about the alcohol and bottle-o's, which is what they call them in Australia, remaining open during our lockdown. So everything is shut except for supermarkets, like pharmacies, um, and gas stations and bottlelos Pretty much are the stores that you can access. So I'm like, well, this is kind of fucked. Like show me the science that says that bottlers should stay open and gyms and churches should should be closed, right? And so the pushback that I've had is people saying, "Well, if people that are alcoholics go cold turkey and can't drink, oh, that fuck. would risk their death." But oh, so here's so what's what's oh, interesting about that? is one, you would still have access to alcohol, even if bottles were shut, because you could still have click and collect services. You would still be able to get alcohol delivered to your door. Like it's still, it's not that alcohol disappears off the planet or out of Australia. It's still fucking there. And then the other thing that I wonder about is what number of people are alcoholics to the degree that they would suffer death from the withdrawal symptoms. Hey, like, that's idiots. That that's a- like
0: people talking about food droughts as being the problem in the United States. They're fucking idiots. They're victim mindset and they want to argue people's limitations. That's Fucking idiocy. Well, it's hey, why don't just like, limit the amount of alcohol? Why
1: not yeah, that? right. Like there should be, I just feel like there's some kind of argument that has come out of somewhere and I don't fucking know where, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's not come from the alcohol industry with lobbyists saying like, look, you can't just stop drinking. You just can't do that because of the risk of death because you're going to have these withdrawal symptoms. And I'm like, well, I, I went and tried to Google it. I was like, who's fucking died from withdrawal symptoms. And I, I'm, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen and I'm not an expert at all. I'm not claiming to like know all the fucking details of death from withdrawal or or addiction or all those things, but like I would just be curious to know, like how many people are actually going to die? What what number of uh, is that, and what's the percentage? Because I feel like this is this story of this narrative that's been kind of given to us. Or I at least see I, be I wanna see surprised if it has.
0: Uh, listen, you may have heard that quitting drinking abruptly is potentially deadly
1: although
0: death from alcohol withdrawal is uncommon okay okay <laughs> dude it i want it's gotta be so low i mean they just have to say that that's fucking horseshit. i have a family friend and the mom claims that she she feeds her kids sugar daily mm. like oreos and shit because she told me she doesn't want them to have an adverse reaction if they get it outside somewhere outside of the house she wants to like normalize it for them i'm like what the
1: kind of thinking is this yeah people like people what? argue for it right they'll find <laughs> ways to like be like no 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 I, I have to do this it's science
0: i'm gonna leave my kids with uncle buck for an hour so when they go out in the real world they can know what pieces of shit men really are i uh, know <laughs> i'll try i'm gonna try to protect them from that shit as long as i can like what the fuck hey i want to see it i want someone someone i want to see someone die from going through alcohol withdrawals i want to i want to see how fucked up they are already
1: i mean they claim that that's how the amy winehouse's family say that that's how she died so i think it apparently does happen she was on a lot of other fucking drugs as well so i mean maybe there's some problems but i i'm sure it does happen i just don't know if that's an argument for being like oh you can't shut down bottle shops because it's not there it's not the small percentage of people that are going to die from withdrawal symptoms it's the rest of the population that are fucking drinking alcohol, sitting at home, being sedentary because we've been locked down for almost a fucking year, not being able to go to gyms, eating and like ordering takeouts because you can't fucking do anything else with your time. Like even I have felt the effects of being at home more often and not training as often because the gyms are closed and it's like, I'm already fit. And thank God I am because it's given me this buffer against going backwards, right? Going the hedge, sickness, the hedge. which is exactly what we talk about in the level one. It's the hedge. It's the buffer against sickness and thank God I have it because everyone else who is just average like everyone else who's sitting at wellness is really quickly moving towards sickness right now and it's like it's fucked we've, we've created that problem
0: i i, I watch this fucking thing i want to i stop watching it right away it's like it's one of those john stewart colbert fucking idiot sideshow or, or may, what's what's the black guy's name who took over for john stewart trevor trevor, trevor noah. noah i think it was like some show some piece some f- that guy's such a fucking idiot. That guy is a fucking moron. He's a to- he's toxic to society. All he does is fucking make fun of people who have really really strong points, but he basically has this guy go and do like reporting for him and he shows up to this rally and it's parents who are against masking their kids and he's basically making fun of them the whole time. And he basically says it's incredible that these parents are against masks when ki- when when kids are dying at four times the rate now of COVID than they were a year ago. Now, it's so fucking manipulative. First of all, um, if, if one kid died and it's now four times the rate, it's now four kids. And you forgot to mention that kids, um, ac- according to the New York Times, have doubled the instances of diabetes in kids in the last year, which guess what that means, guys? That means it's four times. And of course, four times as many are dying. But not the masks aren't going to protect them. It's the fucking – it's the protocol to stop this thing that's killing them because they're fucking trapped inside. We have more obese kids than ever. That Forty percent of America has gained more than 30 pounds during this. Think about that. You don't recover from that, by the way. That was what I was kind of saying before, like smoking, drinking, um, eating too much sugar. The real problem is, is once you start really putting on weight, like you start doing permanent damage to your rig. Okay, sorry. I agree. It, it it's it's devastating, Kate. It's devastating. And and who cares if you're so far fucking gone? Like there's 7 billion people on the planet. If 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 100,000 of them die from alcohol withdrawal, sorry. Like we like my kid has to go out and play. Sorry.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I think and even like the argument of like, hey, if they've shut the lows, the visits to the ED like ED the, erectile the, dysfunction. The so <laughs> oh. emergency department ER what you guys yes, think it's yeah. ER. what you guys call yeah so ED emergency department so people are saying um hey yeah the visits would increase and that would potentially use up beds that we need for people that have, have got COVID um but unfortunately that the number of ED or ER visits due to alcohol and alcohol abuse is fucked.
0: oh they're like, all the frequent flyers high. in the United States that- our, our ERs are filled with those guys at nighttime filled
1: Yeah. So it's like, I don't know if people are aware of the number of visits to, and like even the cost of on us, the taxpayers and like, and you know, the people that are actually fucking helping these poor sick people that are drinking too much alcohol. It's like, I don't know if removing the alcohol is going to potentially increase it. Like at least not ultimately, it would hopefully be a a net, a net drop of visits to the ED because there's already so many alcohol like caused visits to the ED. Yeah. If you're
0: willing to quarantine someone like – I don't
1: know. It was just an argument that I was like –
0: If you're willing to quarantine someone like – um If you're willing to quarantine anyone in the CrossFit community, then I'm saying that you should also be able to quarantine anyone who's on the exact opposite end of the spectrum. Oh, sorry. This is the third time you've been in the hospital this week for drinking. We're going to quarantine you for a year for with no drinking because you're harming actually society. I mean there has to become like – I don't want to go down that route. Never mind. Sorry. I don't even want to go down that route. It it, it kind of lowers me to their level. Like, I don't want to quarantine anyone. I don't want to quarantine anyone. Hobart. Well, I had this story about... So you can get your story across without someone complaining about your
3: audio. No. (laughs) Well, we've had some really nice conversations, and my first story was this really goofy story, and I think I'm just going to skip it, and we're going to go to the Australia tourists. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. There's Australian okay, tourists. Well, I well, there's not going to be until 2022, from what I understand.
1: They just announced that they're gonna they're gonna have international flights out of Australia again. Apparently, but end of the, yeah. it
3: seems foreign tourists but, won't be welcome back to Australia until at least next year. The country will instead prioritize the return of skilled migrants and students after it hits. After um, that time hits, Uh, a benchmark of full vaccination of 80% of the population aged 16 and older. Travel restrictions in Australia have led to the lowest level of immigration since World War II. And just for note, the Australian Tourism Export Council, which represents a sector that made 45 billion Australian dollars, 33 billion, A year from international tourists before the pandemic wants international visitor visitors to return
0: by March. I heard half of Australia is just wide open. I heard there's two Australias. I heard there's one that's crazy locked down and there's one that's like never been more open. Is that true?
1: So Melbourne and Sydney, which is Victoria and new South Wales were pretty locked down. I think even Canberra is pretty locked down um so it just depends you have on the perth? state that you're in if Do you you're what's going on in south africa yeah perth so perth is perth is so perth is open so if you're in wa which is western australia they're open but you cannot fucking get into perth they won't let anyone in they like shut off their border. and they were like fuck everyone on the east coast so um like it basically is treated like a different country <laughs> so yeah they're, they're open they're living like living it can you fly up in and out in of perth, perth
0: from like the u.s
1: uh, no, no. So did you just listen to
0: the article I
3: read?
1: But there were.
0: A- <laughs> so I, I know, but I know, but this is foreign <laughs> know, tourists but won't did, be welcome back to did Australia. Okay,
1: Jesus,
4: <laughs>
0: did you black out. Hey, Hobart, what percentage?
1: There are there are protests in the US. There are protests in the US about opening up Australia. I don't know if you guys saw videos of that. It was like a video from New York like pe- people protesting that Australia was closed. I don't know if they're Australians or not, but there's been protests in the UK as well. Like the Australians that are stuck overseas being like, well, this is fucked. My passport can get me everywhere except for oh, fucking. Watching gone. what's
0: happening in Canada, California, and um, Australia is, it is, it should be, is a little bit terrifying. Those three places, some of the shit that's being said in these places is fucking nuts from our leaders. It's so bizarre. I, I can't even believe this is real life. Yeah, Hawaii, like they're, they're proposing that you yeah, can't fly dom- domestically in the United States without being getting um, drugs injected into you.
1: Yeah. And New Zealand just came out saying that every, uh, every person flying and every member of staff has to be vaccinated. But um, Virgin Australia just came out saying that their staff will be, but they're not going to require the, the people flying on the plane to which be. Is the,
3: we'll which see. is the Australian airline where they give you ice cream when you fly across the country? Is that quant, Quanta,
1: probably quanta
3: Yeah, that, that Qantas, was the shit. Yeah.
0: They give you free ice cream, Savan, as <laughs>
3: they you give fly you Tim across. Tams the, as well, oh, I'm Tim sure.
1: Tam, fuck yeah. Savan would love I that. I would give. <laughs> I would
0: hand mine to Hobart. Hey, if you people want to see some crazy shit, if you want to stay on top of what's going on here, make sure you follow what's going on in Japan and Israel. If you really want to know some of the crazy shit, like. Follow what's going on in Japan and Israel. They they there's tremendous insights coming out there. The sh- studies coming out of Israel are fucking. I don't know how anyone gets the injection if you're if you're watching what's going on in Israel. It is uh,
1: I think even Singapore is quite interesting to watch as well at the moment. They're kind of similar. Yeah.
0: And 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 their their what's cre- oh this is from Beaverton, Oregon. God, this is another <laughs> scary place. Probably fucking Nike headquarters calling me. If you're, if you're you're, um, uh, what did they say? They said something and hung up.
3: We have to get somebody to start screening calls, man.
0: Uh, We're I getting. Want <laughs> no, I, I want someone to say something. I want someone to call and be like, "God, I'd like to bend James Hobart <laughs> over and stick it in his." <laughs> okay, give it another try. Say, "Is this a crank call?" Go ahead. What's up, Tavon? Hey, what's up, man?
5: Hey, uh, are you calling for? T- is this the
0: CEO of Nike? <laughs>
5: This is not the CEO of Nike, sadly, no. Oh, although it is right down the street from me, I can see it from my window.
0: You live in a town that's called Beaverton. How, like that, would never get old for me.
5: <laughs> Beavertron is what the locals call it. It's
0: just Beaverton. It's just it, it should be where it should be where God's born. It should that should have been home of Jesus, Beaverton. <laughs>
5: They, they mentioned Tim Tams earlier. I, I worked in the coffee industry for a long time. Something we would do is a Tim Tam slam. So you'd, yeah. uh, you, you, you 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 know about this, Katie?
0: The Tim Tam slam is very oh, yeah. popular in San Francisco um, and on Polk Street. Also, <laughs> <But> go on. <laughs> you
5: you bite the opposite corners, like because it's a rectangular cookie, and it's like chocolate covered wafer. You bite the opposite corners off of it, and then you use it like a straw. You use the wafer part like a straw, and the, the chocolate kind of holds the pressure. And you can suck the the uh, coffee up into the Tim Tam, and then you quickly throw it down. Sug- sugary, crazy, deliciousness is my use. I miss it. But at the same time, I don't. Good
0: stuff. <laughs> what are you doing? It's
1: like sugar and sugar and sugar. What do you do it's in, Beaver- what do you
0: on do on in Beaverton?
5: On what do i do
0: yeah what's your... um
5: i i own a tree service company oh. um i'm actually i'm not i i follow crossfit i'm a fan of crossfit but i'm actually more of a ultra runner uh trail runner guy so i live right up in forest park
0: um do you ever do you ever show up and they're like hey will you cut that tree down and you're and like it hurts your heart you're like oh fuck i'm gonna go to hell <sighs> for cutting this one down
5: yeah, yeah. So I so the way this works, my brother's actually the one who cuts them down. I'm the one who does all the estimates. So I'm the one who goes and actually decides if we're going to do it or not, or how much it's going to cost. So yeah, sometimes I'm like, you don't want to cut this down. You want to trim it.
0: Oh, you do say that. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. a good dude.
5: But um, but the thing, t- trees grow out of spaces, and that's the thing. Like a wild forest is for crazy big trees. Uh neighborhood is not.
0: And, and Oregon's full of neighborhoods, full of just the craziest, biggest trees, like trees that take up people's whole front yard, like the trunk's crazy.
5: Dude, you want a good example of crazy government bureaucracy? It's tree-cutting permits. So Hillsboro, which is right next to Beaverton, they have zero permits, and therefore they have very few trees, very few tree problems. You get into Lake Oswego, which is probably 20 minutes away, they have them, like it's one of the most heavily permitted tree areas in the United States. You have to like, it's like $5,000 to cut down a tree.
0: Oh,
4: God,
5: God damn. And there's trees everywhere. So, and everybody, and they're falling through people's house. We had these crazy storms last year. They're falling
0: through people's houses. It's nuts. You know, what's crazy too is it's not, you can trust the people. People don't want to cut down every single fucking tree. You can trust the people.
5: You really can't trust the people. Yeah, I, there's, you know, they, I feel like some places there's a, there's mediums. Those are the, those are the extremes. I feel like there's some places that have some good kind of in between where it's like, Hey, don't cut everything down all the time. Let's keep some, let's keep some trees around. Let's be reasonable. I'm kind of a, I'm kind Do of a moderate. Have-
1: do you have people call up and they're like, hey, I need you to cut down my neighbor's tree. I need you to cut down tree across the road so that my view is better? Like, I feel like there'd be like a little black market for like cutting trees down to be like, I want to improve my view. Fucking cut that shit down over the road. About like in Australia. Weeks. Wow. Yeah, okay, because in Australia, there's, like, houses that are across the road from the beach, like, literally down the down the road from me, and there's mm-hmm. all these trees and bush that are, like, over the – kind of, like, covering the view, and I'm like, man, if they just cut that one tree down, that view would be amazing. And then, like, a few weeks later, the tree's, like, dying, and you're like, man, has that tree been poisoned yeah. or something? Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah it's in that, front of all the really rich houses, too. Me. I've never heard of sneak attack poisoning before, but, dude, that's – hey, if anybody <laughs> listening, that's, that's the way to do it.
0: I heard you can bore out a hole in a tree, get a big drill bit, and then just pour in just, like, some sort of, like, weed killer, and it'll just fucking yeah. smoke a tree.
5: You, dude, trees are actually surprisingly easy to kill. Um, and oh, it's kind of you know hurting my feelings. Is, dude, some tree companies, they'll actually, like, you, you call them to, to trim your tree, keep it alive, keep it healthy. And they'll wear spikes up it intentionally, knowing that it'll cause the tree to be more unhealthy. So they've got to come back and either remove it or trim it again. Yeah, it, yeah. And that, that's sad. Yep, it happens. Corruption is everywhere.
0: Hey, Kate, um, James, uh, Paul in the comments said, Ultra running, oof. Like when you guys hear that this guy from Beaverton's an ultra runner, do you just think mental illness? No, I think it's cool. You don't think like he used to do meth, and now he has to run a hundred miles a day to fucking so he doesn't go back to it. Well, he might, but
1: I think ult- all <laughs> ultra runners are like the ultimate meditators, right? Like they can just fucking do stuff for a really long I, time. I
5: I'd say that I I'd say that you know like because a lot of my friends are ultra runners too. Like it's my social time. Like we get out, we go. I mean, it's real wow. low heart rate. You're going real easy. It's warm up speed. You know, for for crossfitters, it's like. An hour long warm up, but you're talking the whole time, and you're running through the forest. Like it it's great.
4: That's cool. all right. So I give you a pass. That's,
5: that's that's pretty great. But racing is <laughs> racing is a different thing. There's a lot of but. So I called in because Savanna, we've talked a little bit in your DM. My question that I wanted to throw to the L one staff because I I've mentioned this to you before was the the whole definition of broad time and modal domains. My frustration, because as a like an ultra runner and a fan of CrossFit, like I'd love to see these guys tackle a trail fifty k or mm-hmm. like something that's actually in my, like from my point of view and from my experiences actually long.
0: I feel like they you know, tap. Like, I feel like whenever we hear about a CrossFitter trying the hundred mile they tap like at fifty yeah. or seventy miles. I think Greg Allmanson tried a hundred miles a couple times. I feel like he tapped. I feel like Brian McKenzie, who is even touting himself as an ultra, like the long distance guy. I feel like he tapped a bunch of times. I want to say that recently, I think I read a story where Kelly Starrett tapped. I mean, fuck, dude. Can you imagine? You know what Kelly Starrett looks like? Can you imagine him running a hundred yeah, miles? Dude.
5: You can't. Like, I, I. I mean, I mean, don't true. get me wrong. He
0: looks fit as shit, but a hundred miles is like straight. Like, I get Kelly. He needs like two or three days to do it, and me My riding fuck. a bike next to him, like giving him water and shit. My
5: first one took me 30 hours,
0: <sighs> oh, dude. I can't God. stand for 30 hours.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it was a vision quest. It. I highly recommend it for your mind. If you can do, if you can do 100 miles, after that, any hard day you're having, you're just like, oh, this is this is nothing compared to what I've done
0: before. Okay. If
5: nothing else, awesome. it's good for your mind. Hey, have you ever had, do you have any
0: injuries from that that are, that have never gone away? Like any permanent injuries?
5: I'm, I'm actually injured right now. So yeah, um, I've got, so I've got an irregular bone structure in my right hip and it makes it me too. Mine's
0: mine's right in be. I have an irregular bone structure. It's right in between my left hip and my right hip. No, he doesn't. He doesn't have that.
5: I I hear you. (laughs) 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 Mine's, mine's a little, mine's a little different setup than that. Uh yeah so my stick my hip, out of your belly yeah, button is a little bit off that it messes with my sciatic nerves.
0: So this is serious Hobart. Peter's Peter's wait, you're not Peter anymore. This is Beaverton. He's serious. Yeah, Be is, cool. This, He's injured.
5: This is Sean and Beaverton. Yes. Damn, my
0: Siri just turned on. Why is that?
1: I want to I want to go back to what you mentioned about broad time and modal domains. Oh, good. Yes. good I have good. I have something to say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So I think sometimes what happens is when we talk about CrossFitters versus specialists, what sometimes gets picked up on is that, we don't think that what specialists are doing is fucking phenomenal. So it's like ultra runners or your power lifter or your whatever the sport is. I think sometimes you can get the, maybe get the message that it's like, well, crossfitters is a better than everyone, but we only say crossfitters are fitter based on our definition of fitness, but that's not to say that someone who's doing ultra running or someone who's back squatting, like, you know, thousands of pounds is not a phenomenal athlete. It's just that according to our definition definition if we were to test that ultra runner with a back squat the CrossFitter is going to beat them at that right like th- that's just the argument so based on kind of more objective data it's like if you look at our definition the crossfitter is just going to be the person that is the most well-rounded not to say that the person that can go out and run for 30 hours is not putting out a fucking epic like effort like i i'm, I'm like you know hats off to you
0: uh, oh one more well i'd like to say one more thing about that though just real sorry real quick um not only is it um, CrossFit's definition – I can't say hour like she can because uh, right, it's not right. An hour anymore. But, but um, fitness <laughs> – I, I want to read something to you. Um, it, it's the first real definition. So the definition of fitness when you Google it is the state or condition of being fit suitably or appropriateness. The second definition is good health, especially good physical conditioning resulting from exercise and proper nutrition. The third is the extent to which an organism is able to produce offspring in a particular environment. Now – these aren't real It's like
1: fitness is being fit.
0: <laughs> it's fuck this is just idiocy. These are all the people on the planet um who these this is, this is a definition for sleeping people. These are this is a definition for people who are trapped in their head. Like if you don't say once if you don't look up a word every single day, you are asleep. If you don't ask someone you're talking to at least once every day, what does that mean? You should be asking that about any word that you have to go in your head and try to understand. Like if someone uses the word God to you and you give a fuck about anything, you would ask them, can you define that, please? And fitness yeah, is another one. Like,
5: come on. Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to interrupt me and say oh, something no, brilliant would, like I, Kate I, does. I would...
5: <laughs> I was giving you the the modern amen. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He's come he's, on, high, let's go. he's
0: your hype beast right now.
5: I was
0: hyping you. You, yeah. ever, you ever watch like Japanese people? <laughs> it's right, man. You ever watch Japanese people talk like in shows? Like they're they're being interviewed. Like the whole time, someone else. The if I was talking the whole time, Kate and James the whole time would be going, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. And like they do these things like every twenty. 20- <laughs> and not yeah, in- and, but they make these little sounds, and I'm just thinking to myself. I filmed an arm wrestling tournament in Japan once, and I remember it was a fucking nightmare to do the edits and make the edit smooth because there was always someone fucking up the audio by going, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, my God, the poor editors in Japan, how do they deal with that? They must have a oh plug-in for their, like, Adobe Premiere that just, like, cuts – it just says, like, um remove Japanese, oh, oh. But it's, it's polite. It's like a polite thing they do. Like, they're listening. You know what I mean? You have to stay engaged. Oh, oh. Yeah. Anyway, okay, sorry, that was tangent. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, I was-, I was Thanks for giving Kate something dating. to talk about.
5: Yeah, for sure. I yeah, was I gonna appreciate that. Wrap up to say that, uh, yeah, as I know my days in, in ultra running are limited and it shouldn't be done for forever. And as I get out of that, I plan on pulling a, the hinge off and, and moving into CrossFit and uh, working on my fitness.
3: But,
4: but
5: also,
3: couldn't you like fucking couldn't you it. like scale back your running? Couldn't you go and run like 10 miles a week instead of running like fucking 80? You know, that's like I don't think yeah. it's like a, I don't yeah. think it's either 100 milers or only CrossFit, you know?
0: Oh, for but here. Hobart, for I sure. think that's where the mental illness comes in. Tell me if I'm right, Beaverton. It's like I used to for do sure. I used to do these workouts where I would ride the assault bike for 10 calories and 10 push ups and 10 pull ups. Right. And then one day, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, you know, I should. I'll, today, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my shirt off. I'm, I'm gonna ride 20 calories on the assault bike. And then I'll, and then I can't go back to 10 because if I do, I'm a pussy. So, yep. do you feel like if you run 10 miles, you're like, oh god, is that really a workout?
5: Yeah, yeah. There, there is that. The mental illness is definitely a part of it. But I, you know, that's part of like, dude. That's how Kate assault, feels if she
0: only has three boyfriends. If she drops below three, she's like, oh. <laughs> One, three.
5: I know, I know, I gotta go, but here's a couple other things that I'd love to hear you guys talk about because I'm doing Sober October. Maybe talk about Sober October. Savon, I want your t-shirt size so I can send you a, a Hayworth Tree Service t-shirt,
0: large, but, and I'll small. wear the shit out of that large,
5: <laughs> small, extra small, large. Um, I got open. shoulders.
0: I got really, I got broader shoulders than Hobart. I bet.
5: <laughs> um, open bro. relationship. Love on the Spectrum, the the show that's actually an Aussie show about oh. uh, autistic people.
0: Yeah,
4: people keep telling bad. me to see my, that.
5: My wife and I have been loving it so okay. good. And then uh, what? How the world is going to end when the mandates actually go through, and all of our police and healthcare workers are all fired?
0: Man. Any of that stuff? Talk, talk
5: about that stuff. All right, I'm out.
0: Are you guys hearing all the predictions that are coming in now because of all the boats circling off the coast of the United States? They say that they're basically going to smash the supply chain and cause real chaos. In the, I don't know who they are, but there's like there's like there's running out of gas in the U.K., running out of natural gas or, or carbonation or whatever, soda in the U.K., running out of toilet paper in the United States. Costco is putting a limit on toilet paper. Supposedly there's going to be a huge supply chain issue very soon, and we're going to have six months of just chaos so that the authoritarian regime can – can push us even further into uh, being scared and it's, applying new laws. I don't know if it's It's, it's not going to happen. The chat are saying. Good. Thank you. Thank you, Hobart. As a, as many as a half million shipping containers could be waiting off ports of L.A. or Long Beach. What does this mean? Could be.
4: means it's possible. It means it's I'm possible. It means, that, it means it's
3: possible.
0: Uh, what the fuck kind of news article is that? Hey, we're we don't we're not sure if you should be scared or not. Is that one of your articles, James? No,
3: that, that is not. Okay. I do have an article about oil prices that are gonna go up, but
0: Oh, because my gas is already five dollars and five cents a gallon.
3: Well yeah, and there was another major oil spill, as you probably know, uh off um the Huntington Beach coast recently. Good times. Yeah. That's my next article.
0: Let's do it. The
3: last major spill off Huntington Beach was nearly 32 years ago in almost the same spot. California has 23 offshore oil platforms in federal waters and 19 leases in state waters. Constructed in 1980, the rig is 9 miles offshore in waters that are 265 feet deep. It processes crude oil collected from two other nearby platforms in what they call the beta field. Yep. These two platforms produce up to 8,000 barrels of crude which is 300 – I don't know why they put this in here because no one knows – 336,000 gallons per day. Um, as much as 3,000 barrels of oil, roughly 130,000 gallons, may have spilled from the pipeline, according to Martin Wilshire, president of CEO of Amplify Energy Corp.
0: How, wait, how many gallons a day does it produce, did you say? Uh,
3: 336,000.
0: And that's gallons of crude oil? Do we know what that turns into in terms of gasoline for cars? I don't know what that turns into for gas for cars. Okay. Sorry. Go on.
3: On Sunday, an estimated 13 square miles of ocean surface were slicked with oil and the oil is still moving south with currents reaching as far south as Dana Point. Sticky balls and patties of oil are changing the sand of local beaches. Most
0: balls and (laughs) tainty, sticky balls. It's so so good.
3: good. What a wonderful writer. Um, Mostly in Huntington Beach and Newport Beach. Officials said Monday afternoon, governor, your governor, Savon, Gavin Newsom, who ordered the state of emergency in Orange County, directed state agencies to undertake immediate and aggressive action to clean up and mitigate
0: the effects of the spill. He's a bad man. So that's 60. if, 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 If that's. That's um, 67,222 five-gallon Phillips, just to give someone an idea. So if the average person in California – I have no idea if this is true. But let's say the average person in California uses five gallons of gas a day. That would make it so 67,000 cars can't do that. So every day that that's clo- – well, and I wonder how much that thing used to produce a day. Like why would that affect gas prices just because one is shut down? Can you believe we were energy independent under Trump? And now we're not like, how, how does anyone think that it's a not a good idea to be energy independent? It's bizarre to me. Like someone could do a really a lot of fucked up things and maybe like, well, they got us energy independent. That's huge. I mean, basically when you're not energy independent, independent, you're, you're like that, that's like the, that's like having to go to your neighbor's house every day in order to get food.
1: Tell me, it's just tell me explain energy independent
0: we don't need we don't need gas from uh australia saudi arabia canada your mom mexico and once you can do that we can produce anything because then you have energy for it like you can make anything
1: so chop down trees
0: farm fields
1: why the transition away from that then
4: well
3: politics I, I, they're probably politics i think there are a lot of other mitigating factors like for example one of the risks of being energy
0: pseudoscience around the environment one of the Sorry, ri- of risks
3: course. of being energy independent is that it could potentially tax ta- tax a lot of uh, natural resources in your in your country um, another reason would be like if you have areas of your country where you're drilling oil or taking oil out of that are prone to hurricanes or large natural disasters that could significantly cripple um, your energy resources. I think that's one of the reasons I have an article on this later that we're starting to see oil prices increase is a lot of the storms that hit the Gulf Coast where most of U.S. oil comes from um, have significantly affected uh, our gas prices as well as our oil reserves. So energy independence, yeah, obviously could be really cool, but I still think there are
0: some risks to it. Oh my god! I'm so scared to go outside because, like, a bird could shit on me. (laughs) Well, a bird shit. That's what I. That's what I I I heard. (laughs) Yeah, but a a bird. It's like it's like uh, we don't want to become energy.
4: That's not. We don't want to become
3: one. One. I didn't say that we don't want to become energy independent. I was just answering that there are some risks involved in it, and there's a difference between a bird shitting on you and a hurricane fucking annihilating a coastline. (laughs)
0: I'm worried about becoming energy independent because then what if we're not energy independent and then and then and then and then and then, we, and then what would we do? Like what if a hurricane came and knocked out our independence? Then what would we get our shit because we were independent? It's a fucking nuts. Oh man. F- um, we, the, the uh, Souza did post something very interesting. <laughs> He's it showed that not only were we energy independent, but it was the first time since like 1957 that we had actually produced more energy than we used. So we were actually many- selling energy.
4: How many Which, by the way, if you
0: give a fuck about jobs, th- that's also a good thing. And how guess many who countries had those jobs? Guess who had those jobs? Fucking black people, melanated people, Mexicans—like the, the all the all the people that were concerned about the woke crowd's concerned about—had those jobs. Sorry, go ahead.
1: I mean, I'm trying to cut you off, but you won't let me.
0: Yeah, cut me off. Cut me off. Cut me off. Cut <laughs> off
1: me... How many countries? Well, you aren't. I don't know if you'll know this. We need Susa. How many countries are energy independent? Like, which countries choose to be energy independent? I feel like is what's more interesting to me.
0: That is a really good question. As we, once this podcast gets huge, we'll buy everyone a new computer so everyone can like look up their own shit simultaneously. Energy? How many? Did you? Are you looking that? No, Hobart. You're doing too much shit already.
3: No, I'm looking. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up right now. But um, I'm going to follow up on on this on, on next week, just so. You just need to get slapped a little bit, Savon.
0: I do, I do. Oh, you're gonna really rub it in the importance of like not fucking fracking and all that stuff. Like you're gonna tell me how bad it all. I is? never
3: said that, I that you. Could, I never just, said that you shouldn't try to be energy independent. I just said that there are risks involved.
0: <laughs> Don't be obtuse. Risks in, there's risks involved. <laughs> I, I just think it's pointless. Uh, I'm an absolutist. I'm an absolutist. Ask no, Pat no, you're not. Just like, there, <laughs> there's risks involved in driving to your CrossFit gym too. I mean, I mean, it's like. Oh lick man, it. lick it! I'm call. What, I'm calling your wife and telling her to put your fuck her purse back <laughs> out into the sun. <laughs>
3: oh man.
0: Well, there you go. Okay, next story. While while <sighs> Kate, find, well, Kate solves the world's problems. Yeah, what I'm what?
1: googling. I'm googling. I found you- a list that's from uh, U.S. Energy Information Administration, but it's just loading. Okay, international rankings. Okay, number one is China, total energy. Oh, this is not even right. Total energy production. All right, fire me. I'm oh, really well, that's interesting.
0: Language. So so it doesn't tell you – so that list, that still could be interesting. That list doesn't tell you who's energy independent, but it tells you who makes the it's, most energy. Yeah,
1: total energy production from 2018. Number one is China. Number two is the US. Number three is Russia. Four, Saudi Arabia. Five, Canada. Six, Iran. Seven, India. Eight, Australia. Nine, Indonesia. And ten, Brazil. And it keeps going.
0: Hey, and that all makes sense, right? everything she said makes sense that's why fucking russia is so fucking powerful because they make so much fucking energy and of course india and china need a shitload of power to make all that fucking curry and all those fucking fancy meals they make in those countries
3: (laughs) yep that's this was a fun
0: podcast up until that point (laughs) racist racist i mean come on it's obvious why they both got over a billion people i just had to make a food comment why is it talking about what people eat is racist like if I told you like anytime someone says Armenians and Greeks and baklava. Ha 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 baklava. Have you ever had baklava? You don't need a sugar in it. I but I used to <laughs> as a kid, I love that shit. Actually, you want to know what true? Middle Eastern people fucking make the best food in the world. Their desserts suck ass. Baklava is bullshit compared to like chocolate cake. I mean, like it's I shouldn't have even said it was good. And they sprinkle pistachios on it. Hey, fuck nuts. Pistachio <laughs> should never be mixed with fucking desserts. No pistachio ice cream. No pistachio on cakes. Pistachio is like not a dessert. Oh, pistachio gelato is amazing.
1: I was about um. to say I have like the best pistachio ice cream out here.
3: See, <laughs> You looks guys like probably don't like bubble. Looks ice cream like either. I'm you taking so classy. I'm taking my balls out of the purse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, baby.
0: <laughs> now what? Now what? Cause you're talking shit.
3: Yeah. It sucks. We can't see you Hobart next week. I'll be back.
0: If you invited me over to your house, maybe, you know, what's cool is you usually, you're so stoic. Your face is so stoic. You're always welcome. My house, your face is so stoked that maybe it's better. I don't see it.
3: Facebook's whistleblowers. Okay. Okay. A recent whistleblower who released tens of thousands of pages of internal research and documents indicating the company was aware of various problems caused by its apps including Instagram's potential toxic effect on teen girls is she is set to testify at a Senate hearing on Tuesday. What was her first name? I want to say Lindsay? No. Anyway, uh, Ms. Hogan reportedly filed at least eight complaints with the Securities and Exchange Commission alleging that the company is hiding research about its shortcomings from investors and the public. Very interesting. Um, this expose in the Wall Street Journal discussing everything from Facebook hiding most of the documents that cover its internal mechanisms to how it knew toxic or how it knew how toxic its apps were to how it would aggressively target preteens. I'm just really surprised that this is news and that um, I feel like everyone already knew this was going on. And I don't know why we needed a whistleblower to tell us this information, but um,
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> it's pretty information. And I actually think uh, Facebook stock dove, you know, X percent today because of this. But I'm sure tomorrow it'll be right back up at the top.
0: But anyway. You mean it's not good for my um, my daughter to be on Instagram at the age of – 12 and be just looking at just tens of thousands of girls with um, fake lips, fake tits, fake asses um, and faces that are photoshopped and, and all like, that's bad for little girls.
1: Surprise. surprise. I didn't know that. And then they get I, likes I know that on all. their photos to tell them if it was good or not. I,
0: yeah. I thought it was just me who was bad, who was like talking about like how your kid's super duper healthy and you don't need to like pump them full of medicine. That that was what was evil. I'm so
4: confused. (laughs) That's
0: why you're banned. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's so, it's so, it's so funny too. Like, Fuck you. I, I want to punch that bitch in the face and anyone who's covering this story, including myself. Like, hey, dude, 55% of all calories in Mexico are consumed by soda pop. Like that's worse than anything Facebook will ever do. That like you are making kids obese. You're a piece of shit. LeBron, Oprah. I've said it a million times. The Williams sisters. Anyone who's selling soda pop. You are ho- it's two kids. You are horrible. And it's just in the relativity of it all. It's like, like, like when, 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 when this, this Facebook and Instagram collapsed, I guess the other day for eight hours or whatever. do you know what I thought? I just thought it was my phone. Like, oh, I guess my phone's all. Fucked. Be honest with me,
3: though. But how many times did you pick it up and check to see if Instagram was back on?
0: Well, you know what happened? You know how, um, <laughs> That's a lot. That's a fucking <laughs> lot. No, 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 no more. No, 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 no more than I never checked to see if it was back on. Like, hey, I'm checking to see if it was back on. I checked. I picked it up and looked at it like out of automatic, like just it's something I automatically do. But here's what happened. I realized how many people had my phone number because so many fucking people started texting me. Not even that Facebook was down, but just people I normally talk to on Instagram. My text just got crazy. I'm like, shit, you got my number? No one texted me. Yeah. I do I, I, I have this fight with one of my friends. I really, like, I was really hoping this would be catastrophic. I really don't need my phone. Like, I really am not addicted to my phone in the slightest. I enjoy it, but it's just another platform. Like, I never look at likes. All I care about is comments. I'm not interested in likes at all. I, I couldn't tell you, like, any of that stuff. But I do like to platform just because it's a place to publish. And it's a place to face your fears. It's like I was telling Amanda Levy this morning when I interviewed her, hey, you should go live and you should publish more on your on your Instagram. She goes, it's not me. I feel fake. I know, but you should you should feel it out. You should just try.
7: One thing to add to that story that actually makes it uh, a little bit more interesting than just the teenage girls um, and the toxicity there is actually that
0: – I think it's toxicity. You Thank dropped the C.
7: I think that Zuckerberg yep. – um, testified in front of Congress that they did not have algorithms and different things that involve social engineering and also civil unrest. And in her story, she's saying that they knew that that was happening. They shut it off temporarily during the election and watched how much stuff dropped and then turned it back on, even though he testified, Zuckerberg testified in front of Congress that they do not do that. So that's one thing that's Mm -hmm. interesting about her whistleblowing story.
0: I hope the fucking GOP rips fucking Facebook and Google apart, makes them fucking sell that thing 6,000 ways from tomorrow. It sucks. It's the censorship. It's the censorship is just complete fucking yeah, but you bullshit. Be and at first I was like, hey, they should be able to do whatever they want. But now that they're in bed with the government, they can't. They, they, they shit the bed. Once you get in bed with the government, and you're doing the government's dirty work. Fuck you. Like you can't do whatever you want. We own you now. Great story, James. Thanks. My mom told me I should be more funny, and all you're doing is getting me riled up. I blame you. Okay. Well, this
3: next story is funny, and it's going to be long form, and maybe it's it's where we wrap it. But I don't know. I feel like we're we're
0: doing well here. But I just nine two eight five eight three thirty nine zero three live calling number.
4: Damn. Yeah.
3: Okay. Um. I I was just going to kind of breeze through this story, but the more I started reading it, the more I was just blown away at the um world-class level of uh, criminality of these two here. So New York mother and son arrested in theft of Pelosi staff's laptop during Capitol riot. So someone mm. stole um, one of Pelosi's staffers' laptops. All right, here we go.
0: <laughs> I like this. This is cool. This is a cool story. It's a interesting. Tr- <laughs> I'd always heard that it was Pelosi's laptop that was stolen. It's interesting now that it's one of her staffers.
3: Yeah, I, I, be, I bet a lot of those senators don't really have laptops because when you're a thousand years old, you can't freaking use one. Um, anyway, right. a New York mother and son have been charged with the theft and aiding the disappearance of a laptop belonging to the staff of House Speaker Pelosi during the January 6th riot after the FBI initially raided a home 4,500 miles away in Alaska. The FBI on Friday arrested Marianne Mooney Rondon, 55 years old, and her son Raphael of Watertown, New York, in connection with the stolen laptop.
0: Hey, can I say something real quick? Yes. I'm perfectly okay when they fucking storm the Capitol, by the way, with the police there opening fire on the crowd. My dad tells me I'm out of my fucking mind, dude. You cannot storm our, the fucking United States Capitol. And I think all the cops there and everyone who runs security there is a bunch of pussies because you shouldn't. You, you there's no there's no there's got to be places that are um sacri- it's sacrilege and, and what what sacrosanct whatever the fucking word is. You shouldn't be allowed to do that. You shouldn't be able to probably if you approach the fuck if you jump over the fence and get on the White House lawn, you should have a fucking bullet put in your fucking head. Like, are the, like, our, our leaders need to be protected at all fucking co- costs. Same with our police. You fuck with the cop, you should have your fucking skull smashed in, I think. You fucking go after AOC, who's a complete piece of shit, or Gavin Newsom, who's fucking Hitler reincarnate, you should have your fucking head stomped on. They're elected into office and they're supposed to be serving us and we should fucking respect them. I, I think it's, it, it, to call that thing as an insurrection is fucking idiocy too an insurrection did, did you see any tanks or cannons or drones carrying grenades or bombs shut the fuck up insurrection that was just shitty security how how it's so fucking embarrassing how do you attack the united states capitol building with just a fucking bunch of dudes in fucking fur coats and shit and they weren't in and then inside it shows them hanging out with the guards and talking to them all calmly and peacefully it's fucking man it, like why can't why couldn't there just be a thousand cops that just show up there with billy clubs and just start beating people? I'm serious, just right there on the lawn. Sorry, the rules don't apply here. This is fucking where our senators and congressmen hang out and try to, you know. Nuts, absolutely nuts. Okay, sorry. By the way, I really love the picture of those two. They look like they're out of one of those movies. Um, what's the guy who used to make all like the movies like Kennedy and the the director? Um, and he made uh, Natural Born Killers. Uh-huh. Hey, Greg, what's up? What was that movie? No. Or the author, Oscar. What's his name? I'm trying to tell this
3: funny story. You're going off on a rant and now somebody's calling it. Just answer the damn phone.
0: Lawton. It's Lawton. Lawton. Jesus, I fucked up. I pushed the wrong button. Sorry. I don't know if we can get him back. Oh, man. Oh, shit. (laughs) Don't allow the weather out. Okay. Audio. Here we go. You're on the seven podcast with Kate Gordon, Matt Sousa, James Hobart. How can I help you?
7: What's up? What's up guys. CJ from Oklahoma. What's up gay. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. Hey, um, real quick. Uh, I just wanted to say, tell James, um, I love the resources for the affiliate programming. Uh, I have my L one. I'm a coach here locally. Um, and we're doing the affiliate programming and it's amazing. So. Um, we switched from two brain to the affiliate programming about two months ago. Um, hands down better deal.
0: Oh, as I as didn't it. know. I didn't know. Chris Cooper, two brain offers programming. Um, well they, uh, we were
7: told we were doing the two brain programming. I think the, um, structure for running the affiliate and all of that stuff is great. Um, as far as advertising and resources for the owners, um, if the, if the program we were doing was from two brain, um, I didn't, I, I didn't really like it personally. Um, but are
0: you comparing these apples and oranges though? That, that's what I'm trying to get at. I'm, I'm, I'm lost. Someone, someone fix me. You said that you switched from two brain to the affiliate program. Isn't the affiliate programming is like how to get your clients fit and how to like from the second they walk in to the second they leave, how to warm them up, work them out and get them out the door to be happy and make it the best hour of their life. And two brain is, is like what kind of toilet paper to buy and, not, and how, how much to pay your staff and, and, the, and, and performing with excellence. Isn't that like two separate?
7: Well, I, I'm, I'm not hundred percent sure. I, I listened to your podcast with that the other day. I don't, I don't know much about the the other side of that all i was told is that we were doing two brain programming so that that i may be inaccurate there
4: okay Okay. Uh, just check
7: but the affiliate programming is amazing james and you're you guys are killing it so um the the videos and all of the links and stuff that you send out for the coaches is is, um spot on
3: I, i appreciate you saying that we actually um yeah thank you what affiliate are you at uh Jurassic CrossFit. Jurassic CrossFit. Awesome. Park. Yeah, appreciate that yep. a lot. Yep.
7: Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Um
0: And don't hey, don't just, don't DM James and tell him how great it is because he he's not gonna read it anyway. <laughs> Savan is just mad because I don't respond to him. To that's true.
7: <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm sure if some random guy from Oklahoma DM'd you, you'd get right on that, right?
0: Yeah, I would get right on anything uh, anything his wife tells anyway. him to he'll get on <laughs> <laughs> good to know
7: hey um the other thing i wanted to ask about well second off kate uh i've been loving the uh your guys podcast it's amazing um what y'all do i don't know that i could ever do it but it definitely makes you think about monogamy and all of those things in a in a different way and if you i think there's good things there no matter what you want to do so i i like listening to your guys's deals
0: too
1: that's awesome thank you i think ma- uh,
0: is marriage an welcome. archaic is marriage an archaic institution
1: yeah
7: i, I suppose i'm not married but oh. it was
0: <laughs> what do you think kate
1: yeah not not to say that um, it's a bad thing though you know, I think it's a, it's a okay. traditional thing, but I don't think that necessarily means it's bad. I think there's, yeah.
0: Oh shit, uh, Kate might be in not, love, and her whole shtick might be all <laughs>
4: fucked up.
7: <laughs> uh, well, it, it, it's definitely gonna make you think about make you think about things. It make me think about things. Like I said, I just I don't, don't
0: think, lie don't if think. you're gonna be a pimp. The the key to being a fucking motherfucking pimp is just don't lie <laughs> a pimp don't lie. Dude, no, don't lie a pimp don't lie I, I don't, no you don't I lie don't, you just love them all and you're honest with them all you just don't lie there you
7: go. I, I hate I these rich fun.
0: motherfuckers who are juggling five girls and then they're lying like fuck you like, get in where you fit in sorry rich women juggling five cocks <laughs> like, like, like just tell them the truth for fuck's sake yeah. it's okay you want the, the one You the ones who fuck you want to know if you really found the right person just be honest with them that will scare away 99 percent of people
7: right yeah they, nobody wants to have a real conversation
0: yeah hey i, I know i'm 35 years old my greatest achievement is, is i don't leave skid marks in my underwear anymore i mean just be honest <laughs> like, I, I, I conquered that at 34 i know i now know how not to like leave marks in my underwear i feel like that was directed at way, me because I'm, I'm 35 I <laughs> figured that out what would you say i feel like that was
3: directed at me because i'm
0: 35 Hobart, you're so pristine. I don't even think you shit. You're one of the few. You're like, I, you're so pristine.
7: That is that true, James? You, you don't shit. Yeah, I, I don't feel like that follows the prescription.
3: I don't even call it that. I still call it number two, and I haven't done it in about twenty-three years.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's
7: amazing. Uh, and the other thing I wanted to um, just bring up and see if you guys could talk about it was I saw the, um, the Precision Care, CrossFit Precision Care kind of went live today, I guess. Um, and just if I don't know how much you guys know about it, um, what the whole thing is with it. I, I signed up for it. I think it sounds like a. Um, Are you rich? Am I rich?
0: Yeah. No. Isn't it expensive?
7: I, I have no idea. I just got uh, on the waiting list. that didn't uh, talk about any of that. I, I'm assuming that it will work with your um, insurance and things like that, but maybe not. That's why I was kind of wanting to see what um, James and Kate might know about it. So.
0: I have a lot of strong opinions on it that I won't say <laughs> with James and uh, <laughs> Kate around, but be prepared in the next <laughs> couple weeks. I uh, will watch uh, that fucking thing closely. There are some yeah, things in there that really interest me.
7: Yeah, it's very, it's a very interesting concept and plan.
0: And I mean, you work out you and do, you eat right, you'll be good. Stick, stay close to your affiliate owner. Right. On. If they're not doing you right. Switch to another affiliate. The affiliate owners are fucking amazing. People have taken yeah. L one yeah. are amazing. They'll answer a ton of your questions. Stay healthy and eat right, especially now. Be strong. The the uh, the, the planet is weeding out the weak right now.
7: What. Hey, have you got, have you heard the the comedian that talked about letting your kids, if they're stupid enough to walk off the end of the cliff, off the end of the cliff that you just need to let them go? Like that's natural selection. If your kid's dumb enough to walk off the cliff, you just need to let them go. We, we need to get rid of those.
0: That's how I feel about anyone who comes on this podcast.
7: Or <laughs> <laughs> they're walking off the end of the cliff. Yeah. My mom's like, why do these
0: people come on the podcast with you? I'm like, it's okay, mom. Natural selection. <laughs> Let it happen. <laughs> there you I go. mean, that's a really hey, poor, and poor... You
5: take my call.
3: Yeah, man. Thank you so much.
7: Uh, I, uh, I love the podcast. You guys are great. Thanks for everything you're doing. Word. Take care.
0: The show is back to you, Hobart. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. Um, can we see that? Can you, Susan, can you refresh us with this? Husband and wife. No, no, Uh, no, no, no. uh, Mother and son. (laughs) (laughs) Mother and son. (laughs) But
3: after you hear about Uh, the way they go about this this great, um, this caper. All right. So here we go.
0: My mom let me grow weed in the house once. That's a different story.
3: Yeah. But she was probably more intelligent about it than the way these two went about stealing this laptop.
0: Basically he never stole anything together. A, a, t- a
3: tip to the FBI <laughs> led them to the mother and son, according to a statement of facts documented by an unnamed FBI special agent. The mother, Mooney Rondon, allegedly admitted to being in both the Capitol the day of the riots in Pelosi's conference room. The documents say she allegedly provided gloves or a scarf to a man to steal a laptop with laptop without leaving fingerprints. Don't want to leave fingerprints when there are cameras everywhere. He asked, he said, give me, I don't know if it was gloves or a scarf I was wearing. And like I said, he scared me. There was an ethernet
0: connected to the computer. Wait, wait. So you, so she's, she's saying that, that the, the thief demanded (laughs) a scarf or gloves from
3: her, a scarf or gloves. Uh, Um, she don't, she didn't remember if it was gloves or a scarf that she was wearing. Okay. At the time when they were stealing said laptop, there was an Ethernet connected to the computer. This is what her son told the FBI. And he says, if I recall, the guy was going to yank it out. I'm like, dude, don't do that. I mean, that's, I mean, just the computer. You can't pull the cables out. It'll ruin everything.
0: (laughs) So <laughs> <laughs> that's a good dude. That's a good dude. Good, good dude. dude, give it. Josh, send that guy some good dudes coffee. That's a good dude. You'll ruin. It. Yeah, send
3: some good dudes coffee to Rafael Rondon.
0: Stealing with ethics. Uh,
3: stealing, yeah, <laughs> stealing with ethics. That's that's exactly <laughs> it. Um, Mooney. The mother, Mooney Rondon, then said she believes she saw the man put the computer in his backpack. Her son told investigators that he thinks he might have pushed the computer in his bag a little bit using a glove because he didn't want to get his fingerprints on it. He says, so I assisted him a little bit and that was probably stupid of me. No dipshit. It was stupid of you to break into the U.S. fucking capital.
0: (laughs) Good Lord. With your mom. (laughs) Dude, if you, I, with your fucking mom, that's crazy. It would have, if I was there though, if I was there and it looked like, like, what it did look like to me, I, I could have, eas- like, if I was there with 10 of my friends in high school, I could have easily just walked in there and snapped some selfies. I mean, it was, it, well, what a shit show. Listen to, the- <laughs>
1: this guy is hilarious. just
0: right
3: right the now. best. He's, he's a person. <laughs> I, it's, he's the best. Um, He's, so
0: this FBI agent says, however... Should the, I get him on the podcast? What's his name? Uh, Raphael Rafael Rondon. I'm so one-track minded. Oh. I remember when I used to like girls. Now it's just a podcast.
3: <laughs> the FBI agent says, there is probable cause to believe the mother and son are the two people shown in the photographs, plus their alleged admissions to being there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it's a wonderful story. So that just that's the caliber of people who... um. What did you say? Assaulted our capital. Anyway,
0: um, she—they look like movie characters. I mean, she looks like she's straight out of like a Godfather film. <laughs>
3: she doesn't look happy in that photo, for sure.
0: Can you imagine breaking into the capital and not being happy? God, and <laughs> why'd you do it? Hey, did you um? Did you guys ever see Game of Thrones?
3: That yeah. hbo series when they killed ned stark i stopped watching it's like episode oh, five that's like, what
0: greg told me that's what greg told me too not ned stark but when they did the um the the wedding where they killed all he's like they killed everyone they killed i like everyone. i'm done watching this yeah <laughs> yeah it, was that when they killed ned stark in that no wedding?
1: they killed no, him early they killed him, like episode three yeah. it's, i think it's episode one <laughs>
3: I'm Maybe it was sure episode He
1: dies in the first episode. He's
3: like, he's like the, and then, you know, he's like, he was just the only redeemable character. And then when I saw where that, I was like, oh, I see where this show is headed. Who cares?
1: Maybe it was episode one of like season two where he dies. It's somewhere in there. It's but early. It, it early. was, yeah, it was he's, very he's early. He's the coolest guy in the whole thing. But,
0: yep.
4: Where that were you going with that, be- Sivan?
0: That relationship with that mom and that little boy, Joffrey. No, 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 the queen or the the boy who likes to push people in that hole that goes like fucking that pit that cliff. Oh,
1: the sister that lives like up in the towers. Fuck yeah, she he's like
0: thirteen and he breastfeeds.
1: Yeah, 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 you probably
0: didn't meet him, Hobart. He came later. Man, that was some uncomfortable shit. Man, I didn't like that. I god damn, I didn't like that. Too close to home. (laughs) <laughs> Got to call my mom. <laughs> Fuck, that was some creepy shit. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, over. Oh, so what reminded me of that is that, like you see, like she's fall and she's in the she's they're breaking into the Capitol, and the twenty three year old boy looks like he's like his mom's walking him on a leash. Like Jesus Christ, dude! Can you imagine like egging houses with your mom? Like, what are you doing?
3: I just can't get over friends.
0: Can't get over the fact that they were worried about their fingerprints.
3: Like that's what they were worried about throughout that whole process. <laughs> You're worried about you broke into the U.S. Capitol. You're worried about you. Fr- that's how they're going to catch you. It's your fingerprints.
0: And, and there's twenty thousand iPhones and cameras there <laughs> it's, filming it's, everything. I know. And they were it's taking nice.
3: pictures of themselves. It's devastating.
1: Uh. <laughs> he has <laughs> another quote in that article where he's like, "Yeah, we're we're going to like break in or something." And it was like him saying he was there.
3: Oh, yeah. He said, yeah, he goes, Guilty. Raphael Rondon told officers that he and his mother took the metro into Washington on January 6th because, hey, I'm not taking my car into the city, which the Capitol building I'm about to break into.
0: He <laughs> 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 <You> said that? Yes. To an FBI agent. Oh, so he they already knew ahead of time they were going to do that shit?
4: Yes.
1: That's oh why that's God. why they had like they're like okay can you imagine them planning that being like guys don't touch anything no fingertips fingerprints all right
3: yeah <laughs> no How let's take the that metro let's sneak in shot. we'll sneak in we're yeah. not going to take the metro like it's not like it's like an ocean's 13 movie you know like get out of here
4: man <laughs>
1: No, Do you know no. what? I reckon when he was talking to the FBI agent, he would have been pretty proud of their plan, right? Which is why he should. He's like, "Well, we didn't want to drive in, man. Like, so obviously, fool- like fool-proof. we weren't gonna touch it with our fingers. Like, come on, <laughs> oh. dude.
0: <laughs> fuck. Ah, oh. fuck. I hope that. I hope he got the vaccine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna glaze over that.
0: Any more stories, Hobart? I got. I have, have actually. I have
3: a lot more. We because we spent so much time talking at the beginning. Like we have another six or seven stories. So <laughs> how we many just...
1: stories have we done? Two, <sighs>
3: maybe Three, five. <laughs> I even skip my. I even skip my dinky dinosaur story.
0: Oh, Can you guys hear Hobart? Okay, I'm yelling into the mic. Can the listeners hear Hobart. Good. Yeah. Good. I uh I I saw I saw that post that Brian made today. Brian friend. And I and I text him, I'm like, dude, come on the show, it'll be therapeutic for you. <laughs> he came on for twenty minutes and fucking vanished. I do like I do like how he came on and then made a jab at
3: me of all people and then left.
0: What was it? Like he was basically saying Kyle Kasper Bower's better than you I barely heard it.
3: <laughs> yeah, and Kyle yeah, yes. He basically possesses things that are totally unattainable to me, and then he left. I was, you know but if that's what Brian if I need if Brian needs to turn me into a punching bag, I can take that Brian friend. I don't everyone think I don't get I don't think over. Brian Friend is sexist.
0: <laughs> this show has made nine dollars and seventeen cents. Killing it. John from the UK gave us two pounds. A guy named uh, Paul K, who made like twenty comments, gave us five dollars and sixty-nine cents. Did you think he did that on purpose? Sixty-nine, like yes. Um, Jonah <laughs> gave us a pound. One hundred percent. Oh Jonah. Oh that Jonah dude gave us.
1: I think everyone Jonah should donate something. something that says sixty-nine.
0: Yeah, I agree. Or 96 because we're not sexist. <laughs> it doesn't matter who's on top, right, for that one? 69, 96, like it's all, it's all good.
1: Well.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what?
1: What? Okay, well, there's one way. You don't think the dude way... can be
0: on top? You don't think the he, dude can be would, on top? He,
1: the guy, if he's on top, he would have to be doing so much work. Because, like, well, somebody would have to be doing extra work. Somebody's fucking neck would be put out or somebody's hip would be put out. I don't know. Why can't
0: you just put a pillow under someone's – put a pillow under her head?
1: Well, because there has to be some movement. I mean unless you don't want that, but –
0: Oh, I see what you're saying.
1: I'm also going to say that I think 69 is overrated.
0: You could – oh, totally. But it's so fun when you're a kid. (laughs) Um, Yeah. um you could just uh you you, the if the girl's on the bottom she could just grab enough penis one or two hands of penis at the base (laughs) so just it can't harm her so it won't make her bring up her lunch (laughs) (laughs) and just and then she doesn't really have to do anything she just has to make sure she's just i
1: feel like it's not really 69 then you know
0: uh, I list 69 enough for
1: me. You're going to count it? No, that's 96. It's a
4: 60, <laughs> it's like a 67 almost. <laughs> oh, oh man. Oh, wow.
0: I never thought of 67. Wow. I'm going to I need to write that down and look at those two numbers. That's amazing. Oh shit. Uh. That's what uh, I can't wait to get what, fired. Uh, uh, you guys are gonna hate this. <laughs> this is what Lo- that's what Logan Aldridge does. He does the 67 because he's only got one arm. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, he's just happy he got mentioned in the show. Come on, come on. Oh, Jesus. Okay, gotta have Mon again now to make up for that. Yep. Oh, fuck. I'm. I t- I- <laughs> <laughs>
3: My mom listens to this podcast, man. <laughs> I know that's what
4: I think too. I don't like ever go there. Don't ever think well. about your
0: What'd you say,
3: Kate? You
1: said that last time as well and we've been talking about your balls and sixty nine.
0: <laughs> um don't do not um but the balls thing is a joke though. The sixty nine
1: thing is real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, um, uh, Hobart don't ever go there that will fucking ruin you I I a couple times a show I think about like my mom or my sister or who might be listening like that and like or my wife and I'm just like dude you better block that shit out that's gonna you're never gonna be successful if you let those creep in your mind okay shit. I feel good we want to do another one? Ha- yes, my horse friend. I actually ha- – I was Harry, it's funny you bring up my horse friend. Um, I, I, ha- I was thinking about maybe telling some more stories about El Caballo. About him. Yeah, El Caballo. <laughs> I mentioned it to him the other oh, yeah. day that I shared this st- – I mentioned it to him the other day that I told the story. He had this girlfriend. He had this girlfriend, and she always was – begging him please put it in my ass please put it in my ass please put it in my ass and he said he never would and i said and i like i don't blame him like this poop is i I, anyway that's a whole nother subject about how i feel about poop but so i'm like you never did it and he goes dude i couldn't put the whole thing in her vagina how the hell was it gonna go in her ass and then you know what she broke up with him and you know what the first thing he said to me i wish i would have put it in her ass Fuck. <laughs> Missed opportunity. I'm serious.
7: I feel so
1: bad for
4: your mom, James.
7: Thought. That was the first thought. She
0: broke up with him.
4: I wish I would have put it in her ass. <laughs> oh. Oh.
0: She broke up with him because she didn't like the job he had. She wanted him to get a fucking better job that paid more money. This guy makes fucking two hundred and twenty five thousand dollars a year. She wanted him to fucking make get a different job, and make more money. Damn. Fuck.
3: Mm, I know.
1: That's a I know. Shitty human she
3: being. Left I, well, he's making, yeah, he's making, he's making she, over he six, make, six figures and he has 80. a horse weenie, and like, what more could you want?
0: Yeah. And he, had a, and he had a house. He was like the first one of my friends to buy a house, a dope house in a dope neighborhood. And by dope, I mean like you can walk to anything. Okay. Except it's in California. That's, that's, now you can't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> a mask mandate
3: lifted in, um,
0: Santa Cruz. Yes. I've been going everywhere without a mask. It's so weird. 80% of the people here are still wearing it. Would you say, are you here right now? Hobart? You're in. Santa
3: Cruz, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was about, I would say, yeah, maybe a little over half
0: called. You haven't called me. No breakfast, no dinner. When do you leave? Uh, Thursday. Maybe, maybe if you, maybe ask your wife if we can hang out a little, I'll just, I'll text her. We'll see. Okay. Okay.
1: What are the, Uh, what are the rules where you guys, uh, What's it like not being in jail? Tell me more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically there's, it, right, basically right now everything comes down to the fact that if you have a job, you're fucked. They're basically telling people at every, it, it just about, it seems like everyone I know who has a job has to fucking get a shot or fucking quit, right? Or they're gonna fire you. So, and, and then and then your kids, if you can't homeschool your kids, if you can't figure out a way to educate your kids, then you're fucked too. And they're even doing, so, they're basically just leveraging that. They're basically trying to turn off your money mm-hmm. and, and, it, and it's working, it, you know, pe- but, but the thing is, is people are angry, right? Like you have people who are coerced into getting a medical treatment and now, now people hate you. There's a hum that went away.
4: Yeah. I just got
1: really um quiet.
0: That's because the air conditioner in Hobart's room just turned off. I bet, right, Hobart?
1: Maybe we just lost Hobart all together.
0: Oh, that would be amazing. Bam! <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> Let's talk about sixty nine more. Um <laughs> Fifi Stein says, I love your tattoo, Kate. Can we see it, Kate?
1: Which one? I have a few. <clears throat> it might Look, there's be. There's one on
0: your shoulder, I think. This one? Oh, holy you have a you have a tattoo in your armpit? Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, I just got it finished, um earlier this year. took a while. What is that? So it's similar flower. Like I've got one on my shoulder. I've got one in my elbow and now one in my armpit. It's a chrysanthemum, but it's kind of like a interpretation of a chrysanthemum. It's not super realistic.
0: Wow. That's awesome. I was never attracted to armpits until I started doing CrossFit. Oh, and then i noticed just over the years just because there's so many pictures of, of women and men yeah and men like this
1: it's that like really learned
0: to appreciate this whole part of the body the lat the breast the shoulder
1: and when you see people's like tricep, bicep, yeah. yeah bicep and shoulder yeah. and lat it's like the same thing when you're looking at that video of um what was the chick who claimed 200 and whatever pounds it's like her butt yeah. and hamstring and quad it's the same thing if yes. she did this with her arm her arms would just like separate out it'd be sick yeah she'd have she'd have yeah. veins as well she's got stomach veins she'd have veins everywhere
0: i mean we, we we've reprogrammed ourselves in this community. I mean, I know it's cliche, but but our aesthetic, we we've completely because of what we look at, we've completely reprogrammed ourselves. Yeah. Like if you don't have lats, like something's like something's wrong with you.
1: Well, it's you get the feeling, like especially being like a fucking muscular woman, it's like you go into a gym and you're like, this is fine, this is normal. Second, you're not in a gym or a CrossFit environment, you're like, oh, why are people looking at me weird? And you're like, oh, that's right, I don't fucking look normal. Okay, cool, move on with my life.
0: Yeah, you know, dudes don't experience that. Isn't that a trip? No, I think they do to
3: some extent. Like, not as much, but I was um, in the airport, and then I was watching. Oh, jeez.
0: It's (laughs) because your body's fucking insane. No, I'm not talking.
3: I was going to tell a story about my wife, actually, but let's just answer this call, because I'm sure it's going to be really insightful.
0: And then we'll go back to talking about your wife's body. (laughs) (laughs) Does your wife listen to the show, Hobart? Um... Live?
3: She's listened to a couple of these. No, not live. She's 100% asleep. Okay. Yeah. But no, I was... um, Did she
0: she give you feedback? I was in the
3: airport the other day, and it was... um, I was watching just people walk by, and then I watched her walk by, and it was like... It's almost like watching... I don't want to say a different species, but like... Just like her pattern of movement, and like the way she carries herself, and like the structure of her body. It's like... I could not see her face. but She could be wearing like I don't know, like a, a ski mask, and I could be like, "Oh, that's that's my wife." You know, you could just tell, like, just the because of her athleticism and the way she takes. And you can even see like other people. There was someone else who would walk by to be like, "Okay, that's someone who really takes care of their body and cares about movement and what they do." Like, it's a wild thing to see, and it's not even just about musculature. It's like about their gait and how they stand and like the way they react to their surroundings. It's a really, it's really bizarre when you take time to look at it.
1: Airports are the best. I agree, 100. Airports are the best for like watching that as well, right? Like you just see so many different people.
0: Yes. And now they just give it away because everyone has either like a rogue shirt on. I cannot believe how many rogue shirts I used to see towards the end of my travel days.
1: Nanos, nanos is such a big giveaway.
0: Yes. Yeah, the footwear is. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The only good shoe left nobles. is the Vitos.
1: Oh, yeah somebody was commenting on them in the uh in the on
0: youtube yeah said the you victos core only them. good shoe I, I wrote i wrote them and i said you motherfuckers have to sponsor me they're like no nope, sorry i'm like oh
3: <laughs> <laughs> at least they responded to you seriously
0: i think i sent like two or three i know it is cool they responded to me i'm like come on man i fucking love your shoes hook me up i go you guys used to hook me up they're like well the dude you had as a contact here doesn't work here anymore like, well, that's okay. I still love your shoe. We fired him because he was hooking people think they up too much. How much I really love their shoe?
3: <laughs> what? What'd you say? We fired him because he was hooking people up too much.
0: <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. But I don't. Th- if they knew how much I really love their shoe, they would hook me up. Or, or if, uh, how does how does Reebok not make the Nano 2? Everyone loves that shoe. Go on eBay, and man. Stop making it, right? They
3: re- they've re-released. They've re-released I have, I have it multiple pair.
0: times. I have 20 pair. Oh, you used to work there. That's why you're getting a little defensive. Okay.
3: No, I just – I don't think their two is the best shoe. What
0: is their best shoe?
3: I actually think the new Nano X1 is their best shoe.
0: Have them send me a pair and I'll tell you if it's true.
3: I don't, I don't think I have that kind of pull anymore, but maybe if you're real sweet to me, I'll get you a pair for Christmas or whatever you celebrate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kate, Kate, would you, Kate, what shoe is better for the tie break? The Nano 2 or the KS135 that Hobart likes?
1: I never owned the Nano 2. I actually think the Nano 9s, I think it's the 9s, are my favorite. Mm. Well,
3: 9 is closer to X, so... I, I, I,
1: yeah, I, I have the X I really like. I have had to hack them a little bit for running, but um, they're the most comfortable shoes I have for running now that I've kind of buffed out some of the scenes.
0: Hmm. Uh-oh, so here comes Sousa. <laughs> here comes Sousa. $94. dollars too heavy. For a Nano 2? I probably have 20 pairs of brand-new Nano 2s. And the thing with the Victos is, is it's a way fucking cooler shoe, not as well built, slightly more comfortable, um, but but way cooler. But 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 they're both so fucking comfortable. Once you wear the Nano 2, you can never wear another shoe. It really is like that. It's It sucks. It really sucks. It le- it's like being barefoot. It's like the original barefoot shoe. Your toes aren't smashed. Your toes don't have to touch each other. Like one of your toes could have herpes and your other toe never catch it.
3: But it wasn't quite durable enough. It is a comfortable shoe.
4: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Okay, Hobart, let's go on.
3: Oh, we're going. All right. The Shadow Presidents. Former Press Secretary Stephanie Grisham released a book recently um, detailing her time working in the Trump White House. On Tuesday, she said that Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump former President Trump's son-in-law and daughter saw themselves as shadow president and first lady. Wow. I believe Grisham said Kushner got really heady with power. Surprise, surprise. Um, and would insert himself into initiatives that he was not qualified to take part in. Hmm. Uh, she said she believes that while Kushner is an intelligent man, Ivanka Trump is the brains and the smarter one, noting that she is very controlling of her image and remains calm and controlled in person, person which Gris- Grisham said is unlike her father, Donald Trump. So we in the East Wing would do what we could to stop it or mitigate it, she added. But at the end of the day, it's his daughter and son-in-law and nobody could work around them. Not surprised.
0: That's how it was. That's how it was when I, there was a, a time when I was at CrossFit, I, I know people are going to think I'm trying to be funny or like, I thought I was the CEO and there's a not, now I don't work there and I think I'm the CEO, but there was a time when I lived with Greg for like three, three years in 2009, 10, 11 or something. And I was just there for everything. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm pretty much just the co-CEO. I was everywhere with them. I was in this fucking house, sleeping in the fucking upstairs bedroom. I had my fucking – I raised Avi the first year in that house. So I understand when you're really close to power like that and the source and you're contributing so much, you just think that – yeah, you get confused. You get confused. I'm still confused. But it's OK. It's fun. Is it? Was there anything is – there, is there anything bad about that, that they thought they were the shadow president? Yeah. I know it sounds know, kind
3: of bad. Know your bad. damn role, people. You're, you know, like have a little bit of humility. You're in the White House with no probably real managerial political knowledge, geopolitical knowledge, understanding of government. I don't know. Is it bad? Yeah, I think it's bad. But
0: then look at all the politicians. They're just titles. Like, what's? I No, I don't think it's bad. Like, I just hear it as like they were massive contributors, and they wanted to stay close to Trump because he was in power. It was his daughter, and they felt like they could contribute. Why can't it just be like that? Why does it have to be something sinister? Like, oh, like, like, like the our, pejorative of shadow. Like, like, look. Well, yeah, but but just oh, racist, racist. Shadows are black. Racist, racist. <laughs> um. Listen, the, the, the current, the current, I mean, the accusations for the current president's son are fucking crazy. And they're, and the video to boot is even crazier. You, have, you, 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 you've seen the videos, right, on Instagram where it says, shows Joe Biden saying that if you're doing smoke and crack, you should be put away for life. And then in a the split frame, it shows his son fucking smoking crack. I mean, it's like, come on, man. The deals with China, all that shit. That, I think, Hobart, you're being influenced by the emotional appeal of that article. And that you have something against shadows and it worked on you. You were tricked by magic, 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 magistry. 100% magic, hate magic, shadows. I don't have one. <laughs> Presti- oh my goodness. You could totally be the fucking hot, sexy vampire Hobart. Holy shit. You're white enough. <laughs> Ooh. Is your ass whiter than your face? Dude, you are white. I wish my camera could work because that
3: would be the one thing we need to bring to this podcast shot of your just ass a, a just little bit of me. nudity yeah
0: well you were gone to, to entertain the uh listeners um, kate showed us her armpit oh well for everyone who has an armpit fetish awesome
3: if you post pictures of your armpits and your feet Savon, tomorrow on instagram i gonna
0: lose my mind i'll never post my feet Thank again God. i was trying to impress kate and i fucked up that was fucked up i got fucking played hard
1: uh. I
0: want to figure out okay. what else I can get you to post now. Fuck that. I, uh, <laughs> shame on what is it? Shame on me. Shame on you. No. Shame on you the first time. Shame on me the second time. Fool you me once. Post, shame show, on you. Press Fool me twice. Shame on me. Yes. Thank you. I just I want someone to go through all our podcasts and just make an hour long video of Hobart breathing. It's just how I show my exasperation. I have to go to work now you guys are the best love the podcast thanks harry okay let's go fifi stein fifi stein is that your real name that's amazing love your tattoo kate show all of them did james just say weenie yes i did <laughs> <laughs> okay should we do one more article how been on how fa- how fired and up minutes. do you want to get <laughs> I have a 7 a.m. podcast. Can I go pee real quick? Yeah. Before we do this last one? Yeah, you can. (laughs) Two
3: hours in for our last story, you can definitely go pee. I missed whatever you guys were talking about when I came back, and then you were talking about something about bodies and women's bodies being judged. You
1: were going to. You had a story that you didn't finish as well. You were going to tell us something about your wife. Uh, Yeah, I know. We were talking about. Um, armpits and how much Savannah likes armpits now because CrossFit tends to include a lot of armpits in photos and media. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I get, so I get what, what we got to. on on athletic functional people, it's um it makes a good shape with the rest of the body. Like if you have a lat like that when you raise your arm overhead, it looks good. And if if you don't have lats and you just raise your arm up and you look like a little bean pole, it's not as good. <laughs> But no, the story was yeah, the, the airport story. It.
0: Wow, that was a long P.
3: The enlarged prostate from all that TRT.
0: My prostate? Yeah. Um, You're never going to – oh, shit. I left the lights on. You're never going to believe who I'm having on the show tomorrow. Never going to believe. <laughs> <laughs> I probably don't even know who it is, Savon. That's the real kicker.
3: All right. Should we go like, should we get Savon really fired up? Because I have a story that's about the new COVID pill. Or I have a story about empathy, oh, which is a nice that. story.
0: Those are two t- subjects that I'm experts on. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Alexander Volkanovsky at 8 p.m. tomorrow with, with Josh Bridges. Alexander Volkanovsky. can you fucking believe it? I'm gonna try to act cool, but it's like the, it's like the prom queen just said yes to me for a date. Who, it's who is that? I would look him up. Alexander right. Volkanovsky. he's the shit. He's he's fucking Australia. He has all of Australia's t- testosterone between his legs. <laughs> One man. That's legit. That's crazy. And Josh used to have all of America's, but he fucking lost it all. Bam! There he is. Oh damn! Five foot six. Oh, he's
3: he's referred to
0: as Alexander the Great. Yes, oh. yes. Look at look at that picture. He used to weigh two forty, I think, and now he's one forty five. Look at that. He's. It's crazy. Is he just such a good Is he fighter. just battering so people? I mean, he just he just handled Brian Ortega for the championship. But being twenty three and one in, in in mixed martial arts is insane. His record is insane, and he doesn't. In, I want to say he doesn't get the respect he deserves, but I mean, he'll get it. It's coming. That's kind of cliche to say that. Okay, uh, what do you what would you like, Kate? Empathy or pills?
1: Ah. Uh... Can I throw it to Hobot? I feel like he should guide All right. I'll
0: save the empathy one because I – She would have said empathy. I was going to say something sexy. Yeah.
3: (laughs) I'll save the empathy one because it's something I want to talk about more in long form, Um, ideally next week. Um, You know what? I'm going to skip the COVID pills too just so we can keep this podcast. We're going to talk about tax havens.
0: Ah. Oh, yes. Yes. Tax havens.
3: If you haven't heard, the Pandora Papers is a leak of almost 12 million documents and files exposing the secret wealth and dealings of world leaders, politicians, billionaires, and Savan Matosian. The data was obtained Thank by you. the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists in Washington, D.C., and has led to one of the biggest ever global investigations. A trove of these, these – basically these papers outline how global elites squirrel away their wealth to avoid tax – There was a similar leak five years ago called the Panama Papers. These documents showed how many of the world's wealthiest people routinely avoided any type of tax by placing their assets in tax havens, nations or jurisdictions with low tax rates, while banking abroad. Isn't illegal, some Americans and U.S. companies failed to report earnings. Congress cracked down on this in 2010 with the Foreign Account Tax Compliance Act, which required international banks to report U.S. owned accounts. Now, a few years later, other countries agreed to disclose foreign held assets to each other, known as the Common Reporting Standard. However, The U.S. doesn't follow this practice. So a lot of international wealthy people have been hiding their money inside the U.S. And I guess North Dakota is the hot spot to buy lots of land and hide a lot of your dough.
0: Oh, like if you're a rich dude in Spain, you hide your money in the U.S.? Yeah. And specifically in the Dakotas? I I looked up the word. I think tax havens aren't, for the most part aren't illegal. I think that – I don't know if like what I have a problem with and don't have a problem with here. Like this is another one of the stories that I feel like it's just like hating on the rich. So so, so I had a friend of mine who made hundreds of millions of dollars and he moved out of California and, and, and moved to a state that didn't – that had a much, much lower tax rate, right? I think it had – I think it was zero state income tax and so he saved like $30 million in and, 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 and one year and so – and he had to actually turn on an app on his phone that tracked where he went so that he could prove that he lived in the state for at least six months in one day of the year. And it's like, like, I don't know if I have a problem with that. I'm open to having a problem with it, but like, I don't see the problem with it. I would do it. I don't think it's like immoral or unethical. It's not like I'm going to take that $30 million and flush it down the toilet. I'm going to actually spend it and, and create jobs and, and, and all sorts of fun shit with it. You know what I mean? I'm going to buy 20 cars with it and dudes at dealerships are going to make money and people who make little plastic parts in China are going to make money. Everyone's going to make money. I'm going to spend that 30 million. Are tax havens bad? I don't
3: necessarily think they're bad, but you know, I just think, um, yeah, I, just, I don't, I'll start there. I don't think they're
0: bad. Are they bad, Kate? See, that, who's I, I know, engaged I think her.
1: It's like- it's the, the rich just get to get richer, right? Or like I mean avoid having to give away some of their money. Yeah, and the- I, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of it's done like like you said, like a lot of it's done legally. You know, if they're if they've figured out how to work the system then it's like the system's kinda of been set up like that. So maybe the system's what allows it rather than the people that are rich and maybe we're maybe we're pointing the finger at the wrong person.
0: He- uh, I, this is my perspective. The government, everyone who works for the government is on welfare. We all pay taxes and it goes into this giant fucking pile. And the first people who take the from that pile are the people who work for the government. The state employee, the- and not even like the good people who work for the government. I'm not talking about like the guy who cuts the trees for the city. I'm talking about the politicians, the bureaucracy people. They're at the top of the food chain for welfare recipients. We pay them money and then from there, all of our tax dollars trickle down until finally they hit like school teachers and cops and like the guy who cuts the trees in the street. And then some welfare checks are paid. And so like, I just figured that there's a giant, basically a welfare fund we pay into. I think is a very healthy way to look at it. And politicians are the first people who take from that fund, which is just fucking nuts. So if you, so then when you, I hear something like a tax haven, all I hear is, is like, okay, then the rich people are going to spend the money instead of our government. And, and what do they spend it on? They spend it on gardeners. They spend it on haircuts. They spend it on buying cars. They spend it on restaurants. They spend it on hotels. Like, that's cool. That's money for all of the rest of us. They, 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 they spend it on videographers. They spend it on like website design. Podcasts. Like it's, it's podcasts. Like it still goes back into the system. Rich people are not sitting there burning money. Why would you want them to be all you? All you fucking idiots who want to tax fucking rich people. Do you fucking understand that the money then just goes to the government? Why not let them spend it and give it directly to us? fucking idiots and the government is not doing good things with it so stop thinking it is look what they did in new york they put tens of thousands of old people in fucking old folks homes and they died of covid because of that because of the because of the what they enforced them to do meanwhile our health secretary knew this was happening united states health secretary and she pulled her 90 year old mom out of the nursing home in pennsylvania have you ever seen our health secretary, Kate? No. Can Can you show a picture of her, Souza, or him? I, I I can't remember if he went from a her to a him or a him to a her, but it, it went into tra- it did the transition thing. And uh, it was in pen. She, she she I don't know if it's she or he. I don't know what the word. How do you? There it is, Rachel. Oh, it's a her. I so I don't know if Rachel was a dude or a chick at the time, but she was the. Health in charge of health for the state of Pennsylvania. That's one of our 50 states. And she basically during the covid crisis, she pulled her her 90 year old mom out of nursing homes, her uh, nursing home in Pennsylvania and brought her home. Meanwhile, in Pennsylvania, old people were being pushed into nursing homes and died of covid, knowing that it would spread in there like wildfire. Fucking nuts. And yet and then Biden makes her the assistant secretary for health. And she's okay with kids. Who are 12 years old or something like that, crazy like that, getting sex change operations. Uh, No. And it has nothing to do with sex change operations. You shouldn't be fucking with a 12-year-old's hormones, period. 12-year-olds shouldn't smoke weed. They shouldn't do anything to alter the brain chemistry. They shouldn't drink alcohol. They shouldn't eat sugar. And they sure as fuck shouldn't do a direct assault on their hormones. And by the way, that's why you don't eat sugar as a kid too because it's a direct assault on your hormones. But you don't fucking like... You, if they want to chop their penis off or get a penis or whatever, wait till they're older. Let the fucking brain chemistry and everything settle. It's like getting a nose job when you're fucking 12. Like, uh, excuse me, that thing is going to fucking grow huge still. Mm. Right, James? Correct. James, do you have a perfect nose? Can I see you for a second? What, Let's what give it a shot. Let's see. Oh, yeah. God damn it. Nice. It is. It's good. It's good.
3: We went there tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Kate and Matt. You're welcome. Um what what's Yeah,
1: thank you guys. Have we made it? Do we make it to
3: the end? No. Are we landing the ship?
0: Yeah. So
4: we, but just like regular dudes, Kate, we, plane, don't we don't care. We don't
0: care. plane. We don't care if we we made it. Hey, um, uh, Hobart, what's the deal with uh, next Sunday?
3: Good to go next Sunday. Kate. Yeah, good
4: to
0: go. So, guys, just so you know, what what looks like is, is it, what happens is if we do it on Sunday, it's going to be at six p.m. If we don't do it on Sunday and we do it like. On some other fucked up night um and we're kind of like we've hitched this wagon to uh hobart so if hobart works on sunday night then we can't do it sunday so then we do it another day of the week and then then it gets pushed later and then it's because of my kids i have to i can't do it at six so we push it to like seven or seven thirty. so if you have any complaints send the dms not to kate gordon not to several matosi and not to matt Souza. yeah who's that pointing at you <laughs> Send them to at James Hobart. Oh, nice guns! Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's nice. have nice
1: armpits. They yes, do. It's yes. just a fact.
0: I am way. I am up way past my bedtime. Says Logan Mars. He's fifty-five. He's fucking should have been in bed at eight. That's the guy who called. I think. <laughs> Uh, wow. The gang is all here from Jenny sock. That was when Brian was on just cruising through these real quick. See if anyone needs any love, um, fix Hobart's audio. We got it fixed. Seven. When are you starting your testosterone cycle? Oh, do you guys want to talk about the Ricky Garrard podcast at all? Do you guys like have any strong, we kind of need Brian here. I watched,
3: I only watched the first couple. I didn't really watch it. I'll be honest. Did you watch it, Kate? I
1: saw I saw the post that was um put up on social media of Chase being like, "Did you or did you not?" And he was like, "Yeah." That was that was the clip that was put up that like you know, everyone was sharing that.
3: I d- I just feel like let's that's let's move saw. on from that shit. You know, like aside from Pat Vellner, like I don't think anyone else needs to have a gripe. And it's just, you know, like ah, uh, I agree. Life is long I agree. and people change. I don't know if that's
0: totally true what you yeah, said, but, but- I do think Vellner can have a great like, and, but you're but right.
3: he But he's the guy who was in the arena. Like, no one else was there. I just, you know, it's just like life is long. People change. It's complicated. People make mistakes. Some mistakes may be irredeemable. Most of the mistakes you make, probably not. All that classic throw stones, oh, glasshouse shit, shit. Really?
0: Yeah. I just. I don't... Why aren't most of your mistakes redeemable? No, no. What are you I think I. Mean like that no, 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 no. I th- Kate got in her exactly.
3: I No, I think most mistakes are. <laughs> redeemable you know but it's like i think the attitude is like are redeemable the attitude is like ricky did steroids and he's built his foundation and he has steroids in his system and he benefited from that. And, you know, we can never, we can never unchange that. And it's like, well, you know what, if we're going to take that argument, then everyone competing at some, not everyone, a lot of people competing at some point in their life has, have probably had some competitive edge that wasn't necessarily due to all of their hard work. You know, it's like so-and-so is genetics. Like, are you just gonna be like, well, he's genetically better, so we can't let him compete. It's just stupid. You know, it's like, let's move on from the Ricky thing. Let him compete. If he wins, great. He's probably not going to win five in a row like Fraser did, so like like that argument's not going to matter. And if he does, when we get to that point, then we can have that argument. There you go. Last word with James Hobart. Move on from the Ricky thing, people. Jesus.
0: Well, you know, you know that fourth uh, that fourth games that uh, Fronie won. He that was all bro reps, bro reps. <laughs> He was so uh, Rich Froning was so intimidating and so beloved and if you would have given him a no rep the fans would have come down and killed you as the judge and so Rich Froning did not really win that fourth one and it was all bro reps. Okay. And that was his unfair Great. Advantage.
3: He didn't and he went and won four more with the teams. Like I just it's just like guys, let's move on. Like there's just so much other good stuff going on in the world killing me you're killing me people i would
0: bro rep the shit out of rich can you imagine if you were judging rich the whole time like you'd be like hey what's up like you're not even counting his rep you'd be like hey whenever <laughs> you're done you just move on to the next thing you do you buddy i'm just here just check i would out. no rep I'm him into oblivion him. <laughs> not me not me
1: judging is um fucking terrifying though
0: horrible hey rich when you're done with this workout um could i have your shirt Twenty you're done. You're done. <laughs> you're wringing the shirt the sweat. You're,
3: you're wringing the sweat onto you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God.
4: Oh. Hey dude, do oh you want a sixty seven? Hey,
0: you should have your <laughs> you <laughs> You should have your wife sell the uh the 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 water that's in the jar with your balls. You should have All her right, sell that. On that note, I think it's I think she, it's time
3: to take us off the air, Matt Souza.
0: <laughs> Alright. He can't do it. I do it. I do it. He's he's a one trick pony. And we're done. Well, I can't wait to
3: lose my fucking job after that. Oh no, we're still recording. You we're definitely about? still recording.
4: <laughs> Every